Welcome to the Empty Space Podcast. Just kidding. Welcome to episode number 17. We got the top five bangers with our boy, Clark. Oh, he's cracked. <laughs> Why did it ask me? It never asked me. What did it ask you? Record on the computer or on my cloud. Oh, wow. It never it asked cloud. Clouds. Clouds, clouds don't have tapes. Dude, last week did was you, a fucking disaster. Holy did fuck. Did you listen to last week's? I mean, did you listen to the Calling All Captains one? I've I've listened to about two-thirds of it because I ran out of time because I had to go do shit today. Well, speaking but, of running shit, out of dude. time. Dude, could I just say? Yeah, yeah. Steve, when you said to Luke, you oh, look 12. <laughs> I fucking lost my collective shit. <laughs> collective shit. That was so funny. so funny, dude. That was awesome. <laughs> Because so obviously, good. like, you weren't trying to, like, be, like, disrespectful anything because he's, like, he's wicked chill. But, like, at the same time, it was like, man, he did ask the question, didn't he? <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, that's our best reaction. Yeah, I was like, like he, man, did he did it. I was like, that. oh, my God. Well, I waited, like, an hour until I did it. That way we were comfortable. It wasn't like, yeah, hey, Luke, nice to meet you. Are you fucking 12? <laughs> Before so. we start this podcast, there will be profanity. Yeah. <laughs> you have your mom come in here and make sure we're okay with that? So, so, um... Oh man, that'd be hot. We, we're like recording, and we get probably what, like forty-five minutes in. Dude, not sudden, even, dude. It was probably like <laughs> a either half way, hour. yeah. yeah either all way. of a sudden, it, like it pops up in the corner, and it's like time remaining in meeting, ten minutes, and I'm like, oh my god, no! I didn't know you could see that, by the way. <laughs> like I'm messaging Steve. I'm like, dude, what the fuck is that? Do you see that? Why are you answering me? But <laughs> like, literally going bananas texting him. Like, dude, what the fuck? What and the I'm fuck? not responding like, to him. No, oh he wasn't. My God. He was just like sitting there. I'm like, this kid's like, what are you? I was figuring it out. It's like I was yeah, like figuring classic, it out. Like it's like the classic sitcom, like the husband's calling like the wife at home, trying to like be like the boss is coming home for dinner. Yeah. Like the wife is off at the beach or something. It's like, oh shit. But Batch oh, was like, yeah. Batch was like writing a bunch of texts, which I was <laughs> I expected him to. But all all I'm doing is looking at the camera because I don't want the dudes to think I'm like doing something and I'm like typing. It's like tick tick tick. Yeah, no, understood. I don't even know what the fuck they said. I was so no. in deep because my credit like, card wouldn't fucking work either because I had to pay for this fucking shit. Oh, chaos. man. Yeah, That's it was fucking... absolute chaos. It was That's chaos. when it's getting hot. <laughs> and right <laughs> before like, the pod started, I was like, dude, what if this thing crashes? And Batch was like, oh, nah, dude. we're good. We're fine. That would be. And it happened. And it well, fucking. You know what the thing is? You could tell right from when you like started talking to those guys, like they would have been so down to just be like, yeah, fuck it. We'll do it I again. know. I know. <laughs> Oh, dude, Which that would have awesome. been a disaster. Though. That would have sucked. Imagine. Oh, yeah. But, like, at least you would have had, like, a part one. <laughs> yeah. This is true. Like, edit, edit that bit where it all went to shit. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's Here good. we go. Here um, we go. <laughs> how's my uh, mic, by the way? I don't know. Oh, yeah, you're good. Enough. Okay. No, no you're, you're good. good. You you're sound good. fine. This is, my, uh, this is my mic that I lose Warzone games with. So. Oh, nice. Uh, so a lot of screaming. Hell, yeah. <laughs> I, thankfully, I'm not that type. I, oh, okay, people, actually know, people actually know on games when I'm mad at them when I go really quiet. Oh, so it bothers okay, them yeah. more because they're like, you're not saying anything. He's outside my house. <laughs> Start her out, baby. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the baseball game, the Empty Space Podcast. Here we go. <laughs> oh my god! Let's break idiot. the ice. I know, dude. What's up, man? Empty what's Space up, Podcast with uh, a great, great, great episode today. Um, Hell yeah! We got our uh, top five bangers of the month. And, bangers. Yeah, we got a special guest today. And who's that? My boy, Clocky. What's going on, people? What's up, buddy? What up, What's dude? Up? What's what up? up? What is up? It's a lovely, lovely Saturday evening here in Massachusetts. This is right. Hell this yeah, is right. Boys. Where the hopes of spring is eternal. 
but the cold <laughs> is inevitable. That's perfect. <laughs> I love That's it. Perfect. Wow. Sweet, man. That um, kind of intros. Uh, I should be in Marvel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be perfect. Oh, wow. Look at this. Clarky comes on, immediately gasses himself up. <laughs> Neck filled with immediate regret. <laughs> so, <laughs> done. so, Batch, um, yeah. how did you and Clarky meet? Who, like, who is Clarky to you? Because this is like my second time uh, meeting Clarky, and Clarkie, this one's through Skype. Oh, yeah. We met at, Well, you met him at the Story So Far Movements concert yep. uh, two, two, three years ago. Uh, I met was. him. Mm. I met him at the Moxie Hotel job that we were both on because one of three electricians in the IBM. Next to the Great Wilbur Theater. Yeah, hell yeah. Well, me and Clocky were outlet buddies. We spent the entire my whole second year and Clocky's whole third year putting in outlets from the bottom and up. trading playlists. <laughs> yeah. Basically, and running out of plates. <laughs> no plates. No plates. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that shit was funny. Yeah, that shit dude. was so, great day back in the day. I was thinking that the other day, and I was like, I need a reason to shout that out, but I can't just drop a plate in my kitchen. I'll get yeah. <laughs> No plates. <laughs> Sound like a gunshot. <laughs> no plates. Uh, yeah, we caused a, caused a ruckus over there at the Moxie Hotel for about a year. We did not. Yeah. We did not. The mice caused more of a ruckus than we ever did. Yeah, we were kind of quiet as i recall we spent one entire coffee break trying to fit you inside of a cardboard box that's true yeah we very did. toboggan-esk <laughs> yep <laughs> without any slopes to hit <laughs> yeah but so. that's where yeah that's and that's because you and i didn't talk the first couple of days and then you brought up i forget what show uh, you brought oh up. I, that was um and then all of a sudden you we were like it was yeah. a story so far because i was like i told um faria that i needed the the, the next day off I was yeah, like, oh, I'm going to a on the Palladium. I'm yeah. The and then you, you like poked your head around the corner and you're like, where are you going? Did and somebody say like, pop punk? I was like, going to the story <laughs> so far. And you're like, I love the story so far. We're best friends now. <laughs> That's exactly what I said. And then we yeah. had sex. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Speaking of outlets. It's really weird magical. for everyone else. That was magical. Especially yeah. the cameraman. <laughs> <laughs> he did not know what he got hired for. <laughs> but um, yeah, like. Me and, me and Nick are boys, beard boys. Yes, sir. Bearded brethren. As That's Steve, it. we are all now bearded brethren. Now that Dude, we can it feels all see like each other. It's a common thing. The podcast, the last one with the caps, Nick. We all excel in facial hair, or at it's least not it. attempting to groom it. Yeah, well, I'll yeah. go with the second option. In my option. case. I'll go with the second <laughs> option. So, so you guys met, how long ago was that? Probably that was November. Years. That was what November 2018. So it's been a little over two years now. Nice. Yeah. Yep. Nice. So we yeah. got we got we got Clarky here. We got Batchy. We got me, and we got our top five bangers. Yeah. So we got top five, top fifteen bangers, really. Basically. Basically. Yeah. Hell yeah. We gotta make a spot, uh, Spotify playlist for these people. We do. Like yeah, we're slack. That, that would be awesome. Oh my god! Yeah, and then, like every, you could like change it too. Like every time you have, you're gonna have somebody on. You could like yeah. add a couple more songs from, or like do their discography. That'd be rad. We yeah. need to do that. We should get on it for this episode. I don't know how to do it. We will we'll figure we'll it figure out. Figure it out. Uh, but technology. Before we get going with this, um, yeah. just another quick thank you to Colin, all captains Nick and Luke. And, oh yeah. Um, yep. Just wanted to say that one more time. But anyways, um, yeah. this should be Thanks, fun. Boys. This should be fun. Definitely. It will be. All right, who's who's starting us off? <laughs> well, we'll just go by length. So you wanna you wanna go with Clocky? 
Yeah, you know what? I usually go by girth where yeah. I'm from, but that's all Thanks. right. Um, thank you. I was waiting. I didn't, no one said anything. I was like, okay, I guess no one got it. That's good. Um, <laughs> so, Clarky. No one knows the goddamn <laughs> metric system around here. Yeah, Clarky, you can start it, off, start it off yeah. for us, bro. Yes, first. I will start it off then. All right. Why not? No pressure. Yeah. No, it doesn't. It's not. The song is about <laughs> <Yeah. me. laughs> Imagine if I just went in like that. Yeah, that would have been a great, uh, great bit of semantics. Segway. No, I see. I can't do it. That I can't plan things. Everything is spontaneous with me. Hell yeah. Uh, so I'm going to go with my first song, which I know, Nick, you and I already uh, talked about this the other day when you asked me for my five that we shared yeah. this song. But it yeah, could be for oh, different yeah. reasons, so I kept it in. Uh, yeah. From their self-titled debut full-length record, Belmont's Covalescence. What an absolute banger. Oh, no, yeah, like, I'm going to say this for this and one other song that I have. But you know like when you get a song that's just such a banger, like it could be the first song on the record, it could be like breaking the back in the middle, or it could just be finishing off with a flourish at the end. Like this yeah. song feels like it could do all that. Yeah, which is to me yes. so like fantastic. And it, there's such like different vibes. Like in that like self-titled like record, I feel like like there's definitely like almost like a soundscape in the back. And that's I think it's yeah. and I think that's like a credit to like obviously all the instrumentation. Mm-hmm. But like, dude, like I was thinking about this the other day. I nearly injured myself air guitaring to the breakdown at the end. <laughs> oh, dude. And that's like one of the reasons I had to keep it in too because that last like, I, I, I don't know if it's like 45 or 50 seconds. is just like, if, if I wanted Incredible. to drive somebody insane, insane, I would put it on repeat because then I would just force them to go to Belmont shows with me and they would yeah. be like my little Belmont captive. <laughs> because dude, like obviously like like everyone always is like, oh yeah, the start of overstepping is so fucking sick. And it's like, uh everyone knows that. Um, yeah. Right. <laughs> but like some people like haven't that haven't quite fully dug in yet, like don't realize like what a banger of a song that is. It's just it's Oh yeah. The fact that it's so like versatile where it could be on that album. And mm-hmm. like, I was always kind of like bummed that they hadn't done, like made that a single. I know I that would have been rad. I would have, like if that had been like the like, you know like the kind of how like Jesus of Suburbia was like the fifth one off of uh, when American Idiot came out for Green Day. Like just bringing a banger like that's like kind yeah. of a deep cut in out of nowhere. They could have done mm-hmm. the same shit with that and it would have been popping. So oh, I think yeah. it definitely like gets a lot of love, but it deserves more love too. I agree. Yeah, I feel like it's 100%. underappreciated compared to. Yeah, like lyrically, that song is is so incredible too. Just, oh yeah, uh, you can I mean, find I'll a lot of it. relatable stuff with that. For oh sure. yeah, for absolutely. Like th- you know, thinking of where you were, yeah, at one point to where you are now, or, or even kind of where you think you're along the way to being. Yeah, that's awesome. Hell yeah. So that's a good one, Clarky. Fuck yeah. Yeah, um, can't go wrong with the with that. You want to go, Steve? Dude, I'll fucking go. I'm ready All right. to go. All right, then. <laughs> go. Are you fucking yeah. ready? I don't think you are because I hate you clicking ready? away. We really, we really should be going one after another because we're we both have SC for initials, so we're crushing it over Holy here. Holy shit, yeah. that's right. Oh, fuck Dude, that, fuck that's you, right. Nick. Yeah, Damn. Nick, you stupid <laughs> NB. Oh. New Balance. Naughty boy. Name. Oh, no. Oh, naughty boy. Oh, wow. <laughs> so we went very different ways with that. I went corporate America and you <laughs> yeah. went to bring out the gimp. Yes, okay. that's right. <laughs> I'll bring leather for the next time I come on. Shit. I like it. I like it. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait now. Whoa. I'd say it was for me. That's true. That's true. Um all right, yeah. So it's I'm for me. Oh god, not her. Not her. I can't oh, even do it. Bitch. I'm back. We're too close. 
Too you close didn't to the swamp. <laughs> Too close to the swamp? He <laughs> <laughs> sounds like some like swamp witch, dude. It's creepy. That's but there's like a Forever 21 behind it. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, where I, where I broadcast from is none of your business. All right. You just oh. simmer down over there. Hello, Insomnia, my old friend. You're back again. <laughs> go ahead, Steve. That's all I'm going to have from here at that. All right, I'll go now. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, so my my song, my top five bangers, the first one I'll start with is uh, Blink-182, Not Now. Oh, oh uh, yes. yes. I've been on a kick for like the last probably like week or two now just with blink 182 and i don't know sometimes me and batch were talking the other day or so we were just saying like how sometimes you forget about the bands that you love the most because you get so caught in like other bands like i've just been on like a story so far calling out captains youth fountain type mood lately mm-hmm. and in capstein right. and i was like you know what dude not that i'm sick of like listening to the story so far but like i gotta go back to my roots of where i started and yeah, i so i just started listening to the blink and then i was like I liked every single fucking song. I was like, that could be a banger. That could be a banger. That could be a banger. And I was finally like, yeah, dude. nah, fuck, I got to pick one. So I went not now just because I don't have any specific reason just because it sounds so fucking dope. And just Tom's voice on this is absolutely fucking killer. It is. Um, yeah, it was like behind the scenes video, I think. Yeah. Of uh, Tom doing the acoustic for that riff because it was it was supposed to be on Untitled and then they cut it and put it on the greatest hits. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that song is awesome. It's fucking, I love that. It's fucking sick. I think that song epitomizes, like, like there's that only, era. like, I think, in my opinion, like, three or four songs that can, like, define them in one go. That's one of them. Oh, yeah, wow. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely, definitely up there, dude. It's definitely up there. It's 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 a really good song. It's And it's just well orchestrated. And, yeah, man, I love it. I love it. And I've been jamming to it lately because, like, the beginning is kind of, it's just music. And then it gets mm-hmm. right into it. Come here. And it's just like, it's fucking sick. Uh, I was going to yeah, read dude. something real quick from Tom DeLong. Um, we said, love Tom DeLong here. Tom DeLong. He said, um, quote, this song is about when you die and you just figured out you died and you're standing there and you're looking at your lady. She is there and you're trying to say goodbye, but it's too late. And you feel and know she is right there. She can't see you and doesn't know you are there. End quote. It is just pretty interesting. Wow. To digest yeah. that there was a lot at first time i read it i was like i have no fucking idea what he just said like someone died <laughs> that's kind of like what he said about um as too on the, yeah dude on the yeah like being yep. like detached in space like even like i think yep. like the love movie he did with ava was about that he's very much about like seeing shit from the outside from the outside yeah yeah exactly like that exactly. was definitely like when he started doing that yeah he was getting into that spacey shit Side, side the dropping a bunch of acid looking for big dude, i'd like to i'd like to talk to him for a minute dude i listened to him on joe rogan's podcast holy oh, it's fuck. incredible oh my god dude joe rogan's like who is this fucking clown like who yeah, that's the only me? reason i got through it because like finally like someone mystified him yeah like finally the answer of wow that's crazy if you ever tried dmt like wasn't enough for rogan yeah. Like yeah. he was, he was like, what? <laughs> Cause he like, Rogan will get like balls. Like he'll have like Neil deGrasse Tyson to be on. Like, I know more about space than you. And it's like, dude, no, you don't. You oh, have more concussions God, than planets, you know, like, please stop. <laughs> I like when he, when he like calls out fighters, it's like the best. 
because they would absolutely rip his head off. And yeah, they wouldn't even need yeah. to. Like the, his the entirety of them would fit in one of their hands. Yeah, it's so <laughs> fucking just hold funny. them captive as long as he wanted. Like when he's like, "Yeah, that didn't happen," and they're like, "He's like, yeah, I could definitely beat him." And he's like, "Like the Brandon Schaub episode was hysterical when he was like, yeah, I could take so and so,' and he was like, "Isn't that like two weeks ago, right?" Yeah, and he was like, yeah. "Are you kidding me? No, you couldn't." <laughs> he's like, <laughs> "That guy would kill you." It's like, dude, what? Yeah, he wanted to do what to him? I like I like Brandon Schaub. I just think he's a terrible comedian. I uh I used to like him. We'll have to have Pat tell you the story about Brandon Schaub. And you won't like him anymore. Uh, did he rape somebody or some crazy shit? No, dude? no, okay. he's just uh, he's just a cocky douchebag. Um, okay. To our friend Colin. Oh uh, fuck you, Brandon Schaub. Yeah, he's piece a of shit, bro. Yeah. Uh, I was I won't the end of that. Where's Theo Vaughn? We'll take Theo Vaughn. Yeah, he's cool. Bert Kreischer, um, anybody? Yeah, sure. Okay. What are we doing here? Pop punk or comedians? I don't know. We haven't got to your top five, so this could be a long night. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> this is the director's cut. Yes. So um, my number five is a new song from AFI called um, Begging for Trouble. Did you boys listen to this? Yes, sir. I just listened to that this morning. Dude. And I was like, damn, I can see why it's in his top five. Shit. Like, <laughs> if I'd been listening to it for a few more days, like I should have. Um, I think I'd be yeah. jamming on that every every minute of every day. It's a, it's a nice, fresh one. I think I mentioned it last week, and I was like, this is not your not your brother's AFI. Like, yeah, that's, this, yeah, is like this is like your dad's AFI. This um, is a dad's AFI. Yeah. Like, this is sick, old school AFI. Um, has like... A real Misfits Ramones clash, Dead Kennedys feel to it, with like the vocals, the beat, everything is uh, definitely old school punk. Hundred percent, I dig it. Like I heard like thirty seconds, and I was like, "This is sick." It's nice to hear like something from like that sounds like it could be from twenty years ago. That is new, right? And yeah, right. That it's new, and you're like, "Dude, is this this is new?" You just this this is released it later. Two from. Some like fans' random single that got on the radio. Right? Oh, this is like now. Like this is fantastic. Came out, dude. Yeah. It's always nice when you get to see that from some bands that have been around for a while. Hell yeah, it, yeah. It was. It reminded me of like old, like I said, mid '90s AFI before Miss Murder. Dude, I fucking hate that song. <laughs> no, I know. What about, wasn't that on Guitar Hero? What are we doing? This is lunchtime. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that was the most aggressive. Like, he wanted to go in on the song, but like, he had to chew real quick. He's like, "Hold on, yo, fuck that shit." <laughs> I'm sorry. When I'm done I'm with sorry. this, I'm done licking this ice cream. It's over for you. You got cookie on my fucking mic. Oh, that's well, gross. Get <laughs> eat before the podcast. What are you doing? Listen, oh, bro. Brother. I can smell my chicken cooking, I and I'm gonna eat it cold. That's I time problem. shit differently. Yeah, it is mine. That's why I mean the goddamn cookie and the cookie's your problem now. <laughs> I love the fact that a cookie has derailed the show entirely. Just <laughs> yeah. a goddamn cookie. That's what I appreciate about this show. <laughs> Baked goods are imminent threat. <laughs> Next week, your show is going to be thrown into chaos because a fucking croissant goes across Batch's screen. <laughs> Batch is going to lose his shit if I bring food in the next time. What is this fucking lunch hour? Jesus Christ. You got to bring something that's like obnoxiously loud. Like suck on so, grapes or something. Dude, just oh. suck on grapes? What the fuck? Actually, don't do that. 
And don't stir so, mac and cheese. Either. I'll just eat Pop Rocks. So, <laughs> well, this kid freaking has his lunch over here. I'm going to tell a story because I just hurt myself again laughing at that. Okay, so, yeah. So, I... um. <laughs> story time because uh, I got injured. Yeah, I injured myself a few hours ago. Um, I was... Like, I ordered food and it showed up. And... um. As you would hope it would. Yeah, so my so I'm heading down the stairs to go fetch it with my girlfriend and her mother's like there, everyone's there, whatever. So I we're going back upstairs after we grabbed everything. The dogs are like coming up behind us, and Tori slips because on the pee pad that the dog has, like we have two of them, and some of the dog's shit had slipped underneath the other one. So when she stepped, she slid. And, like, a bunch of her ginger ale spilled all over the stairs. So I'm, like, trying to grab the dogs and, like, get them up the stairs. And they ran down. So I'm, like, on the second, maybe third to last step. I hit the puddle of ginger ale. And I went, like, straight up in the air and, like, trying mm-hmm. to catch myself on the window blind. Ripped down the blinds and came crashing. How high did down. you go that you needed to use the window blind? I was I was up there, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like hit the stair and then slid down. Next in the X Games, like, all of a sudden, <laughs> yeah, slid down the stairs and was like, "Oh my fucking god, I'm dead!" <laughs> like, yeah, took me a few minutes to get up. Jesus, and, yeah. So, where yeah, I just got you. Just sent me the meme. Ass, yeah, my back's a little sore. You sent me that meme of just like I fucked up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like, "What are you? What are you he talking?" Needs some milk. Yeah, he needs some milk. Get him I, some milk. Dude, I thought you were going to fucking tell me like you couldn't do the pod tonight when you sent oh, me that. Yeah. Cause it was like an hour before the pod. I fucked up. And I was like, what? You didn't give me any explanation until I asked. Yeah, <laughs> I, I fell down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> I would have yeah. been in a panic if I heard that. Uh, Nick's had a fall. What? Oh, dude. Well, I'm glad you are okay, dude, for the most yeah, part. Man. Yeah, man. Thank goodness. You just you just heard that we could play hockey again in West Roxbury, and you were like, "Nah, I'm okay." <laughs> yeah, no, I'm all set with West Roxbury. <laughs> um, well, that that's story time for me. Story time. All right, let's get to uh, Clarky. Let's get baby. to your fourth. Uh, so for my second song, I went with that a song I actually only heard it this week, mm-hmm. uh, but it had such a strong impact on me that I had to go for it. Uh, it's this band called Gates. Mm, okay. Uh, from uh, their 2014 album. The song's called Not My Blood. Um, Ooh. And it is good. Like, Nick, you remember, like, uh, Steve, you've, have you heard of, you've obviously had to have heard of uh, Balance of Composure, right? No, I actually haven't. Well, BNC. Oh, no, shit. No, no okay. I actually haven't. Well, Nick, you, you won't because they broke up. Well, na- well, See, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're they're very. That's oh god! Thank God, and like wasn't like big into the Avengers when I was around you. Jeez, <laughs> oh dude, because that with Thanos. Oh shit! Yeah, man. But oh. uh, yeah, not my blood by Gates, dude. This song is to me very reminiscent of some of the earlier balancing composure stuff in terms of the. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very like. Almost like shoegazy, uh, the overall like ensemble of the music. I think they have like three guitarists. Yeah, um, and he's also like working a keyboard at the same time, and he's the vocalist. Like he's like a really DIY type. Um, yeah, 
but I just I actually just before I got on this I was watching uh their live version of the song on Audio Tree and uh I highly recommend if you, even if you don't want to hear the track just like as it is first if you want to go listen to this it'll give you a good idea of like the passion in the song um mm. hell yeah cuz it's like they are going all in with it and uh, I love bands that like even when it's you know kind of a st- like a more stage setting and it's like oh we could just kind of stand here and play like they were you could tell like the like Maybe not so much like through, like, all their movements. Yeah, but you could like tell like that like, you know, like how the story so far these days is like a little bit more static, but like you could feel still feel the energy from like yeah, the positions yeah. they're in. Yep. It's, yeah, it was yeah. very much like that. Um, okay. Like, like Oasis type of. In a sense, kind of. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, mm. But uh, it's an interesting structure because like they do this, they come in very soft, and go through the first verse. And then we kind of get into like the main hook of the song. Mm-hmm. Then it dies down again. Then we go into the chorus. Then we go down again. Then we have kind of a little like weird like intermission period. Then ah. we go full bore and you think it's the end. And then all of a sudden like you look at the time, you're like, holy shit, there's like still another minute. And they go back into like that first like drop that they had before. But like right. now they're going, it's almost like in violence when they do like the, at the end, it's like mm-hmm. that starting riff again, but they're like going like, if they were going like a hundred before they're going 200 on this one. Oh it's wow. Pretty much like that. It's like, all right, let's send it off with a bang. Like I could still like, it blows my mind when I hear like songs like this. Cause I could totally imagine them at like Wembley stadium or something like that. Oh, like yeah, 80,000 yeah. people just losing their shit to this with just like mm-hmm. fucking lights and just, you know what? You could just uh, visualize that so much from, Oh yeah. I love oh, when yeah. I can because that's the best this one to me. I was like, Oh man, I would kill to be at a show like this. So like Gates, yeah. if you're out there, and you're not listening to this right now, but maybe one day you will. You'll come across little old Clarky telling you how great your little song is. <laughs> go to your show. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna hunt down your shows, and even if it's not in the state, I'm going to smuggle myself over the border to see your show because I want to see the yeah. song. And if Hell I don't yeah. hear it, I'm gonna be upset. <laughs> <laughs> That's dope, Fuck man. Yeah, boys. That's dope. But, uh, yeah. Sit, it, uh, shocked me. Like, thank you, Spotify, for putting that in my daily mix because I would have not found that otherwise. That's awesome. That's my favorite when you find something like that so random out of nowhere and it hits you. It's that like, yeah, important the best. and like just hits you like that or not even maybe it's not important, but it just hits you like like musically like, holy fuck, I would love to be at Red Rock fucking listening to this shit. Like, yeah, exactly. Like yeah, sonically, dude. the song just yeah. like hit me like, you know, right in the figurative gut. You know? That's awesome. Yeah, that's dope. Hell yeah. I love it. Sweet. I'll get into mine. Let's go. This one's a good one. Let us hear it. Yeah. Are you ready? Tell us about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My next one is going to be from a band that you guys probably don't know. Um, a band oh, called okay. The Story So Far. Never heard of them. Um, no, didn't think so. Who are they? Um, yeah, they tell things. They tell stories about things. But only so they far. They have many leather-bound books. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the song is Solo. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, baby. God, this song is amazing. Um, it is, dude. Just the just the opening, just just oh my god. When you're up north, north, the ice, ice is slick like my voice. voice. <laughs> when you're up north, the ice is slick like my voice. She's like I never left you. This was all your choice. She's like I'll never left you. This was all your all choice. Your choice. <laughs> Dude, it's the so cadence good. in that song is so like next level, dude. Right. Oh, it's like oh, off the man, dude. That is the best. Billing That's one of the things that I feel like that like yeah. record does really well. 
Because like, you know, people usually you? like kind of look past it, but like, holy smokes! Oh, dude, no! You go it, like that, it's like it's that's fucking like, killer, like t- dude. Oh, so it's fucking sick. So this song, Banger. the reason I like this song so much is because a, it's just one of my fucking favorites ever on their yeah. self-titled album, mm-hmm. um, 2015, and this was just so fucking good. And the reason it hit me first just because the intro, that like. like fucking intro is is so sick yeah uh and then i learned that actually i learned how to play that which is really fun it's and like very subtle too like it's not like the, it doesn't come out and punch you in the mouth or anything like, no it's just like super it's just really good it's like mellow to your head you're just like oh this is gonna be good yeah and then, and and then it hit and then when the first verse comes in and i wish you would just call so you could trash me out, out. <laughs> dude like I can it goes hard so mad about it's like in like the, just the progression of the song how it goes just like yeah. the the intro to the verse is just like it's just perfect with the lead up with the and, and it entices you in and then it just like exactly bang. Oh, yeah it's 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 fucking awesome so i like the song and then uh fun fact about this song uh this is one of my favorite songs to uh scream at my girlfriend when we're driving and even though it's probably you know it's not about us loving each other. So <laughs> if, you, if you know the lyrics, you know it's not about loving your girlfriend. It's about, but It's about feeling indigo. Yeah. Steve, I know I've just met you, and I don't claim to be an expert of today or any day, but it sounds like you just like to yell. I, do, I like... In the car. <laughs> Which is, I mean, <laughs> given. <laughs> not a bad record for this facility with fucking math, dude. Yeah. Yes. Act, it sounds like you're actually evolved because you just want to yell, just, I'm going to turn it into song lyrics for me. I am just, going to do that. Exactly. That is, that is my premise. And when I get in the car, I usually scream uh, the story so far at my girlfriend, and she very much appreciates it. I usually um, scream especially, I scream Motley Crue at mine. Do you? Yeah. Yeah, see, I, I I'm sing... I'm not going to lie, boys. I was banging out Elton John the other day, and I really freaked someone out of the crosswalk. I love it. I absolutely love it. You know my girl's favorite song? It was a circle of life, either, for anyone asking. What's your girl's favorite song? That I sing to her in the car? What's that? Daughters. Whoa. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh Yikes. Man. That Mount Diablo. Mount Diablo's good, too. Yeah. Daughter, daughters is... Mm. Dude, I, 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 I grab her and I sing. It's Daughters? probably, probably oh, if she knew what I was actually saying, it'd be a, a big, a bigger issue than me Daughters, just singing. <laughs> Daughters holds such a special place in my heart. Like I, I can't wait. Larky looks so disappointed in me. No, I'm not disappointed. It's just like, oh, brother. <laughs> I guess it is. That. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's disappointment. I don't want to be disappointed, but at the same time, it's like, oh, fuck. Yeah, I, I, I can't wait to do the story so far episode and break down daughters because whew, that song. Nick, first, just, first off, that's completely false because you know you're going to end up doing more than one episode. Well, yeah, we're going to yeah, do. We, we decided to we, do parts. Yeah, we're, we're doing, doing like, an anthology. Yeah, we're doing four parts of the story so far. One, one six-hour segment per record. <laughs> easy. Easy six. I feel bad for the people that have to listen to it. Gonna slow every song down to like one eighth speed. Yeah. Now you see how he said the. Yeah. Listen. Listen. See right there, he was trying to conceal a burp. That's why it sounds like it's a bit of a stutter. Yeah. Um. Anyways, that was my second. um, I love it. of the month. Love that song. Um, mine is the same one that Clarky had for his number five. It is Convalescence by Belmont. Oh, you guys had the same one? Yeah. Um, so cute. I have never heard somebody describe anxiety in mm. such a perfect way. 
as the first verse of this song. Dude, absolutely. Um, so who have I become? A nervous wreck obsessed with second guessing myself and it's getting harder to keep still because I'm so sick of, of walking while my lungs are begging me to run. Like, that's if that's not an anxiety attack, I don't know what is. Mm. Like, because um, we've all been there when you have an anxiety attack and it's like like he said, your lungs are literally begging you to run. Yeah. Like you feel like it's crazy. Just that, that analogy is just so fucking perfect. No, that is spot on. dude. That's very spot on. And then it definitely is strongly relatable with anxiety. Yeah. For sure. And, I definitely have like, I know for me, like my anxiety has been kind of haywired the last few weeks and mm-hmm. too. maybe that's why I've been listening to that song a lot. I guess yeah. you know, it's just, uh, that weird comfort you find with it, you know? Yeah. Isn't it oddly comforting? It is, dude. It oddly. is. You're like, you're like, I shouldn't feel comfortable with this, but right now I am. Yeah. And it's, it's like good because it kind of lets you like, okay, we can put that feeling like here for a second. We can kind of, you know, mm-hmm. really try to explain it to ourselves and try to, you know, gain advantage over it if we can, which yeah. obviously is certainly not easy but definitely with the relating the songs like that could certainly help especially if you have like you know a playlist with like 260 of them in a row <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it's all the same song no, i'm just kidding like and then i love like the co- the pre-chorus and the chorus when it's and now i'm back to the same place i swore i'd never return to and now i'm back to the same place i swore i'd never return to it's like a very strong analogy with almost like relapsing. I felt, I feel like that was yeah, definitely like, like, like something anything. I felt with it. Like relapsing back to depression, back to the anxiety, like any of those three, you could, Oh yeah. Like, it could be, it could yeah. be literally anything. Yeah. It's but just you're still, so, so, but you're like fuck, terrified of going back to it. Cause that's yeah, why like, you swore you'd never go back. Yeah. yeah. And then I, you're there and you're just like, it's, it's almost like, then you feel you're back there at a place, you know, but then you feel more lost. Yeah, because yes. you're like, why did I get back to this place? I do, like, my OCD and depression hits hard, especially OCD because it's always, like, a, it's a numbers, like, you know, repetitive motion thing. It's an obsession. Yeah. So right. when I go, I, I'm never going to do that, like, um, whatever ritual, I'll call it. And then I fucking end up doing it again, like, going up the stairs seven times just to fucking tell myself that nothing bad will happen. And I'm like, dude, last three weeks have been great. Why are we back here? And then from there, it leads to depression. It's, like, crazy mm-hmm. that, like, and then every time, I think I said this to you, Batchy, once, like, uh, in a text or something. It was, like, um, every time, it's it's something with, like, whether it's anxiety, depression, you know, whatever it is, like, you always, it never gets easier. Mm-mm. Never gets easier with these things. And you think you've been through it so many yeah, times that it would be fucking used to, used to it. Like, anything nah. else. Like, you play baseball every fucking week, once a week. You're going to get used to playing baseball and get better at it. Right? And you're going to get better at doing that. But with this type of shit, anxiety, depression, whatever it may be, mental health, it doesn't get easier. It's it's fucking, it's so hard. And I'm talking about when you're in it, in it, like, it's never easier, dude. It's, it's, it's fuck. It's like the only thing I know that doesn't get easier. Yeah. The only thing that you can really, sometimes I feel like do with it is, especially like you're saying, Steve, with like those, like when you're, when you really are in that dark phase, in that dark place with it, um, like knowing like because like you said and it's so rings so true you know you can never fully defeat it it's there every day Mm. um and it's again 
like the biggest thing that you emphasize for Tiger, it never necessarily gets easier. But I do think when you get the right tools in place, that can definitely at least, you know, maybe you, if, if you get out of that hole, maybe you're not going to feel like you're out of it, but at least if you have those things around you, you know, you know that little stepladder or that person with the hand reaching out, like yeah. that could be that thing. And if you're, if you know that you have those things, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's yeah. but again, that goes with like you know the shitty other side of that coin, yeah. with the anxiety, being nervous to, because uh, because so many people sometimes get confused when people don't ask for help and they always think it's like a pride or a stubbornness thing. So yeah. it's just a fear thing. It's yeah, a fear it of admitting that situation that you're in or that flaw that you have or or that help that you didn't think you needed but that you know you now need. Like it's more important to just like try to do that and get yourself that help if you can, mm-hmm. and. You know, like I like, especially like I, I'll say like the past year. You know, I've had things going on where I've, you know, struggled and, you know, kind of. But looping back to what you were saying, Nick, about the convalescence with, you know, I, I related to that uh, that relapse and kind of think falling back into those habits and, hell yeah, you know, to now be out of it <laughs> for, you know, over a third. You know, thank God, like nearly over a third of a year now. Mm-hmm. Um, and to be able to experience like because you know obviously i like these songs and stuff like that before but when you can see them like from a clear perspective yeah it's and it can almost give you a clearer perspective on your own emotions like that relating yeah. with anxiety can really like help you put with the lyrics it can help you put words to them you know mm-hmm. some people can't always you know people express things differently whether it be sonically visually whatever right. it may be and if that's the thing that's gonna you know be that tool that helps you put yourself out there for that help that you need or can help you within with that. Mm-hmm. I think it's just, I think that's red. I think that's why so many of these songs, like especially the ones you guys have brought before on the top five are just so, so great to bring up because they can offer such aid, even if it is just being comfortable in that dark moment. Exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well said. Hell yeah. All right, buddy, you're up. My number three that I'm going to go with mm-hmm. uh, is uh, actually an old song, but it got remastered uh, in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, got, I had the privilege of actually seeing it get performed. Uh, it's Free Falling Without a Parachute by Census Fail. Oh, it's a Ooh. great song, oh, dude. Hell yeah, Which is from dude. the depths of dreams, obviously. Um, yes, sir. So... I'm just gonna like say like a little brief thing about me with Census Fail. Like I wasn't really into Census Fail like at all. Like even when I was like in high school and stuff, and like I was like the kid that like you know pop punk and kind of emo or stuff, and people were like nerd. But anyway, uh, <laughs> when I finally like came back around to like you know let it unfold you and stuff like that, I hadn't really listened to Depths of Dreams much, but I was like, damn, like those actually like are pretty good when I finally came around to them. But they just didn't hit that top notch for me. Yeah. And anyway, I kind of like fell away from listening to them for a bit. And then mm-hmm. like they just came out and they were like, yeah, we're remastering from Depths of Dreams and we're going to take those songs on tour and you better show up. God damn it. And I was like, <laughs> well, you know what? I am going to. I don't know why I keep going to that like Ron Burgundy ass voice. Like, I apologize. <laughs> That's, all right. That's I good, dude. I'm nuts. Um, no, I'm not. <laughs> wow, I'm Sean. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, anyway. They go on tour. I'm like, I have to go see this shit. And uh, another band that I wanted to see, yours truly from Australia, who are rad. If you They're know. awesome. Yes. Uh, they were opening. 
Oh, so, awesome. I actually, uh, I have a good little story with the show, actually. I, Nick, I don't know if I've told you this either, so this will be new for both of you. Uh, so when I went to the show, it was at PRC. Mm-hmm. And obviously they have like that little like uh, like student kind of bar right next to it. Yeah. Yep. 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 So the door for the smoking area is right next to their front door. Mm-hmm. So I went in, I watched Part of Yours Truly, and I had already started a tab with the bar outside like at the, at the student bar. So I went out for a smoke and I just walked back in there and had like three more beers while the second band played and then like got a fourth, <laughs> tabbed out, crushed it, and then just walked back through the smoking door. And the guy was like, where the fuck have you been? And I was like, I had to make a phone call. <laughs> came back like an hour later. None of your damn business, in. buddy. And dude, I'll tell you something. They crushed it though. Bite to Break Skin was the last song. And I was like, oh, dude. just to the right of stage. Mm-hmm. And I thought the place was going to collapse in on itself, man. The balcony was just like crunching down. Oh my God, it was incredible. <laughs> but anyway, I was there for the songs from Death's Dreams, obviously. And yeah. this, when they played this song, oh man. Like, and it just goes, it's zero to a hundred immediately. Mm-hmm. Like, you mm-hmm. don't get, like, with this song, you don't get a chance to be like, oh, like, I wonder what's going to happen here. No, it's <laughs> no, like, no. You're either in or you're out, pal. Because we're, <laughs> we're going places. Buddy's got you by the balls, and he's taking you to the promised land. Because this song accelerates, and it doesn't stop. And that's why yeah. I love it. Sometimes you just need songs that are just 100 miles an hour. Yep. Be it for anything. Get anger out, or just because you're on a run. Yeah. Or you could be running away from something. I don't know what it could be. A collapsing building, a monster, perhaps. But either way, you should have this song on. <laughs> It's really good. I highly it recommend is. it. That's and that's my number three. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. That was good. I like the way you described that too. Plus the story that made me. I happy. described that in no way that was gonna make sense to like anyone with like an actual like. Like that's how I there. feel about when Knucklepuck plays no good. Oh. Oh like, my god, dude. Yes. Like I was describing it to Steve, like how they, like it goes dark and then it's just where's your respect and then you just like yeah. oh. Well, that was we the better. first song I ever heard from Knuckle Puck, actually. Yeah, all three yeah. of us. Me too. Yeah, I was like, like okay, well, where are we going from here? Because we better strap up. in, because <laughs> yeah, strap in, kids. <laughs> like that was just my little two cents there. Because when you see that song live, it is like, and it's a ride. Yeah, if your face doesn't like melt off like thirty seconds in. Yeah, because it's just like whoa, wall of fucking noise. crazy. I don't know if anyone can see that, but I'm just you know. I'm, Physically showing it. it. <laughs> we can see it. That's all that matters. Uh, Go ahead, Steve. Again. Uh, so my number three is going to be a band called Settle Your Scores. Love them. Nice. Fucking love them. Great band. Uh, it's, the song is How to Screw Up Your Future and Disappoint oh, Your Loved Ones. Oh, oh, oh. Dude. Off yes, their album, dude. The Wilderness. Oh, man. Fucking banger. Okay? Mm-hmm. The song's fucking awesome. Magnificent son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, absolute dude. Banger of a song. This is Again. right. This is right. This is right. I love this song. Um, if you guys haven't heard it, please just go check it out. It's all over the place. It's fucking sick. Uh, very. Uh, the lyrics are very. Again, again, beating themselves up. It's it's really good. I mean, the first chorus. I've given up. I've given up everything I've ever done has gone so wrong, and I gave it all. Gave it everything I've got. But I guess that wasn't enough. I'm letting go, letting all that I've been working for slip through my fingers. But I've got to say, I've gotten used to feeling useless. Will I ever gather the strength to get through this? Oh, 
so wow. good. That's a lot to unpack and a lot to like, I just feeling I just writing those lyrics. It's just, again, like, it's kind of like, it's kind of like what we talked about with Luke with call, on calling all captains, how it's like, he was like, if I'm sad, I'm just going to write, I'm sad. And yes. there's, there's no like analogy here in their lyrics. It was just straight to the point of, you know, I, am I useless again? Uh, beating myself up. I've tried, mm-hmm. I try. You kind of woe is me. The same fucking pop punk bullshit we always talk about. But I like how these guys are straight to the point. Yeah. Um, especially on this song. And this song is just super pop punk. And oh, yeah. They, they remind me a lot of um, Set Your Goals. Yeah, I can see that. I can yeah, see like that. A lot. Yeah. 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 That's actually a pretty good comparison. Um, but yeah, I really Sorry. like this band. No, for what? Stepping on your toes. No, you didn't step it, dude. You made it. I didn't even have a like a band to oh. compare this to, and I know a yeah, lot of yeah. people out there really appreciate that. Like my buddy Mike, he's like, I love when you guys do that. That way, like if he likes, you know, fucking a day to remember more than he likes, um, Mayday deep. Parade. Yeah, whatever. He's gonna go. I'll probably listen to that more than I would this. So I know people pro- appreciate that. So yeah, hell yeah, they're so, a lot like set your goals. So check but, them out. That was definitely yeah, my number three. Hell yeah, and I feel like that one. It's a sick choice, dude. Yeah, yeah, that's dope. Fuck yeah. Like like you were saying too. Like I like big reason the song is so good. The directness of it all. Mm-hmm. No yeah. sugarcoating it. No, there's not. Just no. those moments of being like overly self-critical. Yeah, and Just sometimes your own head. Exactly, and sometimes it's nice to have it's nice to have the visionary lyrics. Um, it's nice to like you know using if they use like an analogy with an oak tree or something and roots and leaves falling like you know you can like you know, like trash boat with tra- uh, crown yeah. shyness and yeah, yeah. exactly. But sometimes it's fuck nice. Yes. Yeah, sometimes it's nice to hear like, yo, I'm fucking sad and I want to kill myself. Yeah. And you're like, hey, same, man. Same, man. You too? Like, oh, cool. Like, <laughs> Not cool. Not, but like, yeah. not cool, but uh, cool that while, we're not alone going, Don't here. you fucking do that. No, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that was my number three, man. What about you, Batchy? Uh, my number three is I was very excited when this came out. Um few weeks ago it came out it is by a little band called youth fountain mm-hmm. um the song is peace offering oh god oh man this this guy's going places buddy like mm-hmm. boys Dude, this fucking you, you, you found like you can't take your eye off can't no, take no. your eye off nope it's like just everything musically oh, lyrically just... vocally they are the complete package i saw um, uh, couple no, of, th- around this time, a couple of years ago at uh, Brighton <laughs> Music Hall, they were opening for. Uh, it was such a sick show. It was Home Safe. Oh, oh fuck! And then they were opening for uh, Can't Swim. Oh and, no! Oh God, I was supposed like, to go to that with you. That was yeah, where I was supposed right. to go, and I got the concussion. I couldn't go. That's right. Yeah. Son yeah. of a. And then yeah, well, that, was that was... and then Knuckle Puck because I couldn't go to both of them because of that stupid concussion. Yeah. Son of a bitch! That would have been. Oh, motherfucker! That dude, like, <laughs> oh my god, dude, they—I uh, mean, unbelievable. Yeah, yeah I had to go a- up afterwards because I, I like I went up to the register with Batisha because I was like, this dude, dude, is Tyler is thriving in it, and unreal. he's gonna just continue on to just keep getting bigger and better. And you know, I could definitely see other bands like featuring with them or him featuring with them and stuff because he can definitely like bring something different on like a split or something like that. I'd be excited to see him do that with somebody for sure. Hell yeah. Who, Tom? Um, yeah. 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 He did oh, that yeah. song with Chief States. Yeah, yeah that was, well, that, that was fantastic. Oh, yeah. Dude. Um, 
But like I, just to see him with like even like some of the more prominent ones would be sick. Like I can only imagine what he would do if like you know, obviously so hypothetically. Uh, no, but I was thinking like somebody like but what if like movements was just like, hey, we want to make something a little bit more Oh man. We need an edge. More, oh, even even more sick. cutting edge. That'd be so You mean bad. you want more? Well yeah. Well, like, <laughs> could you imagine it. like him with Belmont? Like I'm only saying like those bands because they're on the same record label. So Dude, like, I can only go deaf once. Come on now. Help a brother is not acceptable. There'll be an that, ordinance against me. The story so far would be incredible if they like had him on a song with them. Fuck, dude. So many like, possibilities. Yeah. Um, so one of my favorite lyrics was um I think it's the second verse. Uh I'll pretend that I'm okay like this, but can you tell by the tone by my tone of voice? It's not up to choice for getting out of this bed. I'm in staying dormant in dark places. I fall right back in. I concealed the guilt, tearing down any love I built. Now I'm wearing thin. I'm letting go as you're slipping. Feel it all cave in. Will this pain be useful someday? Pessimism finds its way to keep seeping through my veins. Never, wow. never that disappoints, just... dude. His he, the way he he is such an incredible songwriter. He is. It's just, he like he nails it every time. Like I was listening to Worried the other day. Yeah, and oh my god, dude. Yeah, that's one of my favorite favorite. Dude, that think, moody. I think Blooms is probably my favorite song by them right now. Yeah, it's a great song. It is. Just, mine's mine's so moody good. right now. It's just yeah, man. That's that's what got that's what got me hooked. Was literally like. He's speaking to me. What? Yeah. How do you know how I feel? But even more, it's like listening to Alan Watts talk, and you're like, I wasn't thinking about that. And then you're like, holy fuck, how can you do this? Like, you just literally, like, he thinks what you think, plus mm-hmm. what like your third eye thinks. And you're like, I didn't even discover this yet. Yeah. It's crazy. Right. Man. Right. But, yeah, that was my number three. Uh, He's got stuff. such an awesome job with just, like, the balance in his lyrics, too. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's awesome. He's going. They're they're going places. They're they're fucking awesome. Yeah, Youth Fountain. If you haven't checked them out, you're a fool. Yeah, go ahead, Clarky. <laughs> Run him. <'em. laughs> <Yeah>. Tell him, <a> boy. <laughs> <Yeah>. Get him. <laughs> so, you you yeah number two. I'm at number two now. Yes. Uh, yeah. So this is a band that actually is just starting out. Um, mm-hmm. they're called Dog Hotel. Oh, uh, yeah! And they have a new, uh, they have a new, tra- they have a track that's been out now for a couple weeks called One Way mm-hmm. Ticket. Um, really good, and it's a really. I think it's like the start of something really, really good. Um, Tori uh, Chaffee, who was obviously formerly of Transit, and is in. Uh, Oh yeah. Now in the band Bloom. Uh, yep. This is a project that he's uh recently started up with a couple other friends of his and some of the members uh the live members from Bloom. Um and it's I think it's a great song. I think it's very um there's a nice familiarity to it. Yeah, it's know? very transit. Um, it's it's very transit but all, almost with that um 
like early 2000s like uh like head bobbing like within the chorus you know what i mean yeah yeah yeah, the, yeah. and i that's i think that's the big reason that i like it too because you know obviously it's kind of going to what uh to steve what you were saying earlier about with not now just wanting to get back to like your roots like mm-hmm. there was something with the song for me that was just uh very i want to say like bare bones in terms of its like kind of structuring because it has that familiarity but like uh if you go and listen to it like especially uh in the bridge near the end there's some really great uh instrumentation there particularly with the uh the guitars and the percussion and uh the vocals like there's two harmonizing vocals it's very uh like early blink-esque kind of in a way but it's like but it's like it's nice and like soft and melodic it's not very uh it's not so much like a hoppus like trying to complement it along it's like two very uh almost voices like in sync in a way they're distinguishable like, but they're the same almost uh, like really mayday good. parade when they had the that two would, singers that would be a pretty good comparison yeah like yeah, yeah. that's uh it's like jamie all over like it's it's almost like yeah. that you know what i mean yes yeah yeah, um, yeah. and uh yeah they i like follow the uh the band because they just put like got all their socials together and uh they're recording with um Nick from Man Overboard, uh, oh, who obviously does some, has produced some awesome shit over the course Hell of the yeah. last that's several sick. years, uh, and uh, I think Tori produced the first uh, Bloom EP with him as well. So uh, mm-hmm. it's gonna be they were down there for like a week recording. So I think there's gonna be some dope dope shit coming out with that, uh, and hopefully some live stuff too. When uh, yeah, this lockdown finally when we finally see the light of this tunnel at the end of this tunnel. But uh, yeah, man, one way ticket by uh, dog hotel go look it up it's on Steve. spotify uh you can find it welcome to dog hotel and their shit i don't know what oh, yeah. them out for them but uh, that's all right they're like literally fr- like brand new fresh out of the ground so yeah uh, that's my number two they're, they're to sick like steve we should definitely try and get bloom and tori on the pod because they're from like down the street from me really yeah. Yeah, they're all North Shore guys. That's yeah, they're all sick. from like Swampscott. Dude, stuff. call them right now. Come on, dude. I don't right know. now. Get <laughs> out here. I think they're, they're still Clocky's down in Jersey, boys. bro. They're Clocky's boys. Clocky's tried with them. <laughs> so. Well, no, because, well, I, well I'll, no, I'll tell the story about that. App. Can I tell that? I'm going to tell that story after we do the top five because I don't want to, like, it's going to be like a long one. All right. That's all cool. Right. Hell yeah. going to start <laughs> monologuing again. Go ahead, big guy. Number two. All right. Is it a good one? You guys like that one? Yeah. Good. Awesome. Uh, no. Number two is going to be... <laughs> Listen, we're in no mood for your cookie-eating bullshit. He's not right? even trying Hurry to up. fuck with the audience. He's trying to fuck with us. Dude. Yep. I know. <laughs> I'm in no mood for... <laughs> I'm being thrown for a loop. God this damn guy's it. eating cookies on the pod. Now he's fucking... There is nothing with a cop. There is nothing wrong with a pod cookie. Okay. Okay. In fairness, yeah. I nearly got a Jolly Rancher. To, uh, stuck to my laptop screen earlier while I was trying to open it. So see, I feel, I feel see. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, my uh, my number two is going to be elevated by state champs. Oh, yes, nice, yes, hell yeah, fucking what a love jam. It. Fucking songs, insane. It's fucking yeah. insane. Um, dude, the the pre-chorus is just one of my favorite things because I don't know. It's just the way he sings it, or maybe my brain just like finds it so entertaining. He's like, shaking your head doesn't change things. I'm preparing myself for a train wreck. I can't be saved. Sorry, I just saying that and then read That's it. Right. I just got excited. Um, cool. <laughs> but yeah, he says, shaking your head doesn't change things. I'm preparing myself for a train wreck. I can't be saved. And then it goes into the chorus. Is, so tell me, why can't you see? This is where you need to be. 
you know it's taken its toll on me, but I don't feel invisible. And it's just, man, the way, dude, state champs is just on another level with like singing. I've heard this one. I'm going to have to look it up. Oh, you haven't heard this song? No. Oh, dude. It's oh, state my. Ch- like, I, I, I get down with state champs, which is why I'm pumped that they're on the, your list. But, dude. Uh, that one, I, I don't think I've actually heard that one, which is. This song dude. is so fucking it? sick. Uh, it's yeah. on the album, The the Finer Things. So yeah. if you're looking for oh, okay. it, it's on that album. Oh, so then. All right. That's in my library. So I'm going to. Awesome. Check these guys out. Check this yeah, fucking dude. song out. It's the the. If you like all time low, you mm. will love state champs. Love them absolutely. I call them the all time champs. The all- <laughs> <laughs> that's dope. That's but, not that you're not wrong, dude. You're right. I mean, they they're basically they're very similar. I don't want to say the same, but they're very similar to all time low, like early all time low. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. They're uh, they're definitely good. Yeah, I, I love fucking him. love them. His voice yes. is absolutely fucking insane. It is. He can hit really difficult notes, and he's he's got a very good vibrato. Um, and you know, I, I think that they took what All Time Low was trying to do and did it like, made a it more pop bit, punk. Like no, not necessarily because All Time Low was like like if you look at like So Wrong It's Right and um, what's the other one? I can't remember the name of it. Um, what in terms fuck. of albums? Yeah, um, nothing personal. Was, nothing personal. Mm. Like that, that was like legit pop punk. But like, I feel like they didn't necessarily use Alex's voice like they should have. Like you know, State Champs kind of like took took notes and they were like, they're onto something. But we can do this and make it a little bit better. Mm. Like so, because Alex's vocal range is like very similar to Derek's in State Champs. Yeah, like. So I think state champs like came around a few years later and they're like, see, we can do that, but a little bit better with the vocals. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah. it's kind of, I think, yeah. Cause it's kind of like all time low sort of wrote the songs and Alex did vocals, but yeah, they with, made like, but with basic state champs, pop punk bangers, they were like, like, how could we, how could we build around it and elevate the vocals? So that like, this is all rad, this. but when that adds to it, it's going to take it like over the top. Yeah. Yeah, that's what they yeah. So that was what yeah. I had. No, that's perfect. Yeah, that's great. Do you have anything else for this one, Steven? No, nah, that was it, man. Cool. Absolute fucking banger. Elevated. Yeah. Yep. State champs. All right. It's already saved now on my Spotify, so that's gonna be the first thing I listen Fuck to. yeah. Yeah. So can't wait to hear his reaction. <laughs> I know. I'm looking forward to your reaction too for some of these. Fuck yeah. Um, my number two, uh, Here Comes the Shock by Green Day. How did I know this was going to be on the list, everybody? Dude, I did with not. a Green Day song on this list? Imagine. What? I cannot, I cannot stop listening to this song. <laughs> Didn't NHL already put it on? Yeah. Yeah, they already grabbed it. It is so good. Well, they have a contract with the NHL. Oh, true. So, like, dude, it is so old school. Sellouts. Whatever. <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> um, like, it is so old school and so, like, it's it's so, like, Ramones with, like, the repeating. 
the chorus is just simple four let four words here comes the shock four times <laughs> like it's just so awesome Did you guys listen to this? Oh, yeah. I have, actually. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you sent it to me, and I actually yeah. listened. Yeah, for once. So <laughs> I should get one, a gold that, star. Well, that was the thing. I was like, if I if I don't hear the AFI song, he's going to be like, oh, whatever. But if I don't hear the Grease song, he's going to be like, all right, get the fuck off the show right now. Damn, <laughs> I can't believe we allowed you on here, you treacherous bastard. <laughs> Maybe you wouldn't say all that, but no. I'd probably be gone. <laughs> what do you think, Clarky? I actually... Um, you know, I've recent like the recent stuff of the last probably four or Too five long. years. I've had some. It's had some solid hits. Some yep. big misses. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I agree. I, th- I I I would put this more towards the uh, the solid side, honestly. I uh, yeah, I thought I I think it's, you know, do I think they're kind of writing these sort of for the NHL? Maybe. Yeah. Come on. But come on. Yeah. All that said, right? There's still the talent there. You know what I mean? It's not exactly like, you know, they're just going to sit there and be like, all right, let's have someone else write this for us. You know? Yeah. If, oh, yeah. if it's still going to be, if it's going to be like, all right, well, it's going to be a commercial Green Day song, then it's going to be a commercial fucking Green Day song written by fucking Green Day. You know what I mean? It's not going to be like all this like set parameters for them. Uh, it's so Green I, I mean, I, if you, you know, if they, you sit it's there. It's stamp, you know? It's not like when like Imagine Dragons or something gets a contract with like oh, CBS Jesus and it's Christ. like. Right, right. Thank you, Steve. You know what? Thank you. I really appreciate you doing that. <laughs> I appreciate you as a person, and I appreciate you doing that. How about that? <laughs> like, Nick, so you're not left out. I appreciate you as a person. I appreciate you. everybody. How about that? So I appreciate you. Like, like you think about good. it. Like, thank you. Thank you. Like, very, why did I say good? Thank you. <laughs> he said good. 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 good you better. I, so, I meant like, that in a more relieved way. <laughs> like, oh, thank God. Thank like, goodness. Like Green Day has like got a big stadium tour coming like world stadium tour with fallout boy and weezer which is gonna be even crazier oh now. man like yeah like, so like everything that they've put out the past like year is is just towards that like that's it and i've talked to steve about it and i think i talked to you about it when that record came out like a they're doing it for that b this was their last record with warner so they're definitely they're trying to like billy joe alluded to it he was like yeah this is the last one and then we're gonna do what we want like, so I think this was just kind of like a B-side, like whatever throwaway, just like, fuck it, here you go album with a couple songs they could play on tour. But this Here Comes the Shock song, if this is like how they're going to go, I'm all in. Yeah, it's like, definitely not is, a bad, bad direction for them to go at all. No, this yeah, is like old school is, Green Day. Again, it is leaning more that side of, you know, this is, you know, Green Day really, you mm-hmm. know, going for it and providing yeah. a damn good song which is what they usually do most of the time anyways yeah. but you know it's it's just nice to see them kind of staring back that way like you said like it looks yeah. like that's the direction they're gonna go which which is good i'm, I'm sick of the political shit man no I'm thank good. you please yeah i'm good with that now like they there's did been, there's been yeah there's been just such an overload of that it was sick with that's american it. idiot and then 21st century breakdown blue and then like Reverad was kind of sick. I know you're a big 21st century breakdown guy, but I um, am, I am, I am. But but listen, but I'm, I got, respect respect yeah. your take nonetheless. Oh, I, I can see, <laughs> I can, I can see why people liked it. I get it. Like if you came into Green Day like you did with American Idiot, like that's your Green Day. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
So like, like yeah, that was that was definitely like I think I got into them like with like international super hits, but like yeah, the first new music was for me was that. That was yeah. the first CD I bought. Yeah, so no like shit. that's that's your Green Day, like that American, like that's the way you see them. You know what I mean? And then right. I was into them with Dookie and Insomniac and all that. So to me, like American Idiot was like, I've talked about it on here. I hated it. I was like, this is not good. I obviously grew to love it. Like I like some songs on 21st Century Breakdown, but wasn't a huge fan of that whole record or like them being all political. Um, now this this direction they're going in is like, I'm all in. Like, let's let's go. Let's go back to 1994 and let's rock people's faces off. Yeah, the good old days. <laughs> Hell yeah. I think that's like a big thing though with like with people with bands. You know what I mean? Like I, I, oh, I yeah. feel even when I've talked to people who are we're you know both fans of the same band and even if we like a lot of like the discography of that band, mm-hmm. you know, there's gonna because of the different times people get into it. That's like the era like that they get. I don't want to say stuck in. But like that's yes. always going to be like the idyllic, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Their idea them. of what that band is. Exactly. Yeah. Like for me, like for me, like with Blink, like it'll like it'll always be like that's that 2003 to 2004 time period. And, yeah. You know, like other people would be like, "Well, how could you say that? Like that that was when they started getting you know all sappy and stuff and writing little you know sad love songs and whatnot." You got to go back to you know an enema of the state you even got to go back to buddha like you know what i mean like people like but if that's where they that's usually where those people came from most of the time when they say that Mm -hmm. and i think that's where like you end up finding like a lot of like uh disagreements among fan bases with bands too yeah because like say say, like take for example like one of my favorite bands like knuckle puck right like i got into knuckle puck right after copacetta came out Mm -hmm. so like there's gonna be plenty of people that are like oh like you know like i like the first song that i heard was obviously no good but like the first album that i listened through cover to cover yeah was copacetic so like that was the era for me mm-hmm. and i've met but i've met plenty of other people that are like oh like no man like you didn't see it like back before like before they started doing all these big music and stuff it's like yeah like i think people just when that's just when they discovered it you know what i mean yeah they, but they want to like somehow like, they somehow, like people find like this weird way to like discredit because there's such right. there's such a thing now with like every with pretty much i don't want to say like society to sound like too like preachy but like with everything really like there's like this very like weird sense these days of like rushed nostalgia if you get what i'm saying like Mm -hmm. there's such like a desire to like recycle and bring back like everything that's familiar to us because like i guess like in the world these days like a lot of things that like suck you know like a lot of things that are current Mm -hmm. or looking for there's a lot of you know you know people call it doom scrolling you know with like people (laughs) that have been at home and locked down stuff and yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah. just, it's kind of like we've been talking about, you know, songs that have that familiarity and stuff, but mm-hmm. that's when you know it's done after people have been trying to express themselves in new ways already, you know, and then they're going back to that, mm-hmm. right? And sometimes with like whether it be like you know, like look at like all the remakes of like horror movies, for example, right? Like as another art form, like they always do it, but they're not like trying to like be like, oh you know, this is like our own character and it's going to have a similar plot to that. They're always like, oh, like we're just going to bring back whatever character and have them go after this character again. And there's right. like, as familiar as that is, and some people find comfort in that, like it's also not going to really garner a lot of new positive attention. People are yeah. going to be like, oh, you just threw like the old shit together again. Yeah. But like exactly. if you do it and you make it inventive, 
kind of like what the Census failed with Depths of Dreams. Mm-hmm. Uh, to just back to that real quick, like it's you know it's <laughs> keeping it, you know, familiar but fresh. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. While those might be the same songs, if you listen to them side by side, they do not. You'd be like, well, okay, like did they, you know, what was going on here? There's a clear dichotomy between the two. Um, so yeah, that's my little take on kind of like band, you know, that over familiarity with stuff and relying on it. But like with Green Day, like that's a good thing that they're going back to that because now it's kind of we're getting we're taking a lot of outside influence out of it, right? We're kind of getting yeah, back yeah. to it's them writing the music. Yeah, the music. Oh, yeah. Even if like a even if it is for this big, you know, organization, it's still them. So that's oh, the yeah. good part. That's genuine. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. It's their shit. That's yep. the key people. It's got to be yeah. their shit. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Just don't go up and touch it. Don't do weird stuff. With that. Yeah. <laughs> call, call somebody. So I don't know who to call, but call them. Yeah. <laughs> hit us with uh, hit us with your number one big guy. All right, number one. Let's go. And again, a song that I've only gotten into recently. Ooh, nice, so, nice. Um, but this song, like I like, for, with all the love to the rest of the top five, this song has been uncomfortably on repeat to the point that it has already taken number one on my on repeat Spotify. Playlist. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, in a span of like a week and a half. So that should tell you all you need to know. I'm very bad with this. Like I get into a few songs and it's like, let's just listen to these six until we die. Bro. Yes. I do the same. same. It's, like, oh, no, six same. Songs. it's the same. worst. Hell yeah. Um, but with this song, so this song is by a band called the early November. Okay. And the name of the song is narrow mouth. album in view which came out in 2015 uh this song so i had no idea about this band mm-hmm. right but i'm going through spotify i'm going through my daily mix and i had already liked the song weird the fuck and i didn't remember <laughs> liking the song and that was the whole reason i went to this i was like what the f- when did i i must have been uh, in my head i was like i must have been trying to swipe another song and i just hit this random one there's no way right right and then i hit it and I listened to it. And then I turned my speaker on and I listened to it again. <laughs> and then I went and listened to it with headphones on. Yeah. And I was like, uh, where's this been? Yeah. They're, they're very <laughs> good. It's just, uh, it was just something like, it was like literally like uh, music I didn't even know I needed. Uh, but yeah. Like, they're, man, they're the, song, this, the song is so good. And I, again, I find this, you know, similar to COVID, less is very relatable with uh, anxiety. Like some of the lyrics in the first verse. Uh, my body is asleep. My mind is wide awake. It's my fault I'm locked inside. I try to find a way out. I'm clenching both my eyes. Forcing my breath, I try to stay alive. But not a sound comes out. I panic, and now I'm shutting down. And then it goes on oh, for us. Fuck. And, wow. you know, talk about... I you panic know, and nothing comes out. Yeah, and you know, you, it's always like you know, you think of those moments when you're, you know, in a crowded area and you're just or surrounded just by people, even if you know them, and uh, you just like you're inside, you're freaking out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's almost the way I find it. Like when when they say you know my body's asleep, you know that could also be very much you know when you're overthinking things and when you're trying to sleep, your nightmares when you do sleep. But yeah. it can also mean that your body's asleep as though you're just 
your mind has fully taken over because you're overthinking and you're just freaking out so much. Yeah. That physically you, you lock up. Yeah. And that's, you know, the I panic and now I'm shutting down because now it's like someone has, you know, hit their fist on the red button and you know, it's, it's batting down the hatches. Here we go. (laughs) And, you know, but but it's, but it's not a batting down the hatches for, you know, we're going to take it to them. It's about just of ourselves. Yeah. Which is like just so gnarly. Um, and I just, for me, that was what I really got out of it. There, there is, you know, elements in the lyrics. There's so much about it bouncing off of another person. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, I always, it's a weird thing that I have found myself doing a lot recently is songs where, and obviously like we could, you know, easily save this with like Parker talking about a girl in story so far, or anyone talking about a girl in any pop punk song since 2012. Um, <laughs> but, 2012, we're going back to 2006. <laughs> I was trying to be nice, Nick. <laughs> Anywho's will be. Uh, I always try to find this weird thing now with when they're talking to somebody else. I make it so that it's it would be me talking to like myself. Yeah. You know, because mm-hmm. talking about this anxiety and this panic and this battening down and kind of putting yourself in your, to that shell where you're hitting from the world because you're so afraid of it. And I don't know, man. I just really, I, I love so much how they have that. And then when you go and you bounce things off yourself and you take that moment where you're self-critical, but it's like you're pointing out all your own flaws, not this time not to say look how bad i am at this or look how bad i am at that or look at this now it's looking at it like fuck this you know mm-hmm. fuck that i can do this. Oh, yeah. like yeah. let's yep. take all that like let, now it's just you and me in the ring but it's yourself you are fighting in the mirror yep right but at the end of the day you have to make sure it's you that wins yeah yeah have to. yeah and i i think there's just a really it's, I, I just find it to be a good practice to do with some of the some songs that I find. And I, I personally find it with this song. Uh, even some of the lyrics from the chorus. You gotta get something right. I swear it's smite. You framed this crime while I was sedated. This plastic form-fed smile reveals the teeth you hide. While we live through the narrow space between... While we live through the narrow space between you your eyes. get something right. So, to me, like I analogized a lot of analogized. I don't even know if that's the correct use of that word. I kind of really like that word. I did too. I like that. that was <laughs> analogized. Somebody I write that analogized. down quickly. Of course, well, it's an <laughs> <laughs> But to me, like I can look at that, and I can say, "You got to get something right." I've constantly been fucking up. I swear it's smite. You hate yourself. You frame this crime while I was sedated. For me, that would that would in this case for me. That would be alcohol. I did all these stupid things while I was uh, trying to uh, sedate myself to uh, to take all the, you know uh, to put all those anxieties away with this. Mm-hmm. Uh, this plastic form-fed smile reveals the teeth you hide. You know, trying to fit in, trying to use. Finally, it's like, oh well, now I'm in this. You know, I was anxious about being here, but now I'm here and I'm drunk and everything is great. But I got to put up this facade. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, like I, and I, you know, that was a lot of self-reflecting with that because I feel mm-hmm. like a lot of people, you know, 
will do that, especially when they're younger, you know, when it comes to drinking, you know, just wanting to fit in with the cool kids or whatever it can be. And then it, you know, yeah. spirals into something completely different. But like, that was a big reason. So for those of you in the listening to this, uh, as of like tomorrow, I think it's, I believe it's tomorrow. I have the, don't have the counter, my day counter thing right in front of me on my phone. I'll be 120 days sober from alcohol, which Fuck is like yeah, a big dude. deal for me. Fucking amazing. Um, Hell yeah, dude. Congrats, buddy. Not to toot my own That's horn awesome. too much, but yeah. thanks, guys. No, I appreciate toot, it. Toot, toot your, your fucking dude. horn, dude. Toot your, but, um, toot your fucking huge, horn, for, So for me. That's big, um, dude. Thanks, man. Um, thanks to both of you. Um, Hell yeah. So to me, finding those you know, relationships with myself within these songs, even though that might not be, you know, that probably wasn't the band's intention, right? right. I was still able to find that. Um, and that's like a big reason. Like, obviously, like, the, like to me, the song is kick-ass. The song instrumentally is kick-ass. Hell I yeah, think man. the fucking chorus is baller. Um, again, <laughs> I want to hear the song. Like, I would literally go up to them and probably be like, excuse me, would you mind playing this five times in a row? I will give you <laughs> any limb you want. Um that's the beautiful thing about music, man, is you can interpret yeah, it however that, you want. Exactly. And that's what I was going to say. Like, like, it's, you know, it's not, it's, that might not be the meaning of it to them, but no, I can take but, that. And, uh, you know, I just think that's the big, like, that's, that reflective stuff is just such a big thing, man. And just realizing, like, yeah, well, shit, like, that, that, that was the thing that scared me the most about it when I, when I made the decision to mm-hmm. get away from it was, it was no longer just, um, you know, an abuse or something. It was becoming a character trait. Yeah, that's what happened. And for, and for for me, that was when I was just like, I am not going to be defined by something that isn't even me. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's not even physically me. It's something you I've been poisoning myself with all this time. Yeah, to try to convince myself that you know these things aren't happening or this thing is all right or you know whatever it may be. Right, man. And I'm trying to f- not like turn this into like some whole like. This is my last soliloquy type thing. No, man. Speak, speak, <laughs> no, speak your but, mind, dude. But, like, I, but yeah, I love yeah, the dude, fact that, that that was why I was pumped to come on for the, the top five bangers because, you know, obviously I've talked a lot about how musically rad these are and we've talked about how relatable they are with, uh, you know, different parts of mental illness uh, mm-hmm. and substance abuse and, you know, how those two things are intertwined because mm-hmm. um, that was the big thing for me. It was masking anxiety and, and a lot of self-consciousness and, and things of that nature. Um yeah, dude. So yeah, I feel like this song for me is like it's long story short, it's super rad. Uh it reminds me of the rad place I'm in right now and where I'm going. Um right. and I can't wait to hear it at a live show. That's Hell my yeah, that's dude. my big three takeaways from the song. That's Fuck fucking yeah, I can't wait to hear it, period. Um Yeah. That's I'm gonna awesome. have to look at this one. I'm fucking excited. I'm dude, on a on a like a side note from that, I know we already said it, but like dude, I'm I'm proud of you for everything that you just said and everything that you're overcoming and overcame already and the fact that you know you're willing to come on here and talk about something that you know can be uncomfortable for a lot of people um i think that's that's important and you know you were you were thanking us for you know saying congratulations on your big 120 but dude thank yourself man yeah man holy shit that's That's you bro no one else can do that but you bro that's fucking empowering man that's it, dude. Like you I did that. Um, yeah, we could tell you. Other people can tell you. You can listen yeah. to inspirational shit, but they don't. You put in the work, dude. That's fucking awesome. That to me is the ultimate. And you, you, you realize that like this isn't who I am. This isn't even who I am. So let yeah, me fucking let me do. Such, you know. Yeah. It's it's because like I 
kind of was saying to you guys before the show, you know, that was the kind of thing I was talking about, like the character trait thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, and, you I, know, I, like I, I was definitely, oh, sorry, Nick, can, if you can go ahead. I apologize for interrupting you. No, no. I was going to say, I think I met you when I was just getting sober. Like I was just, I remember. Off. Yeah. Like I was, I was going through the, the whole, like, am I really going to like take this step and stop drinking or am I going to fucking keep going here? And I think I started to lean towards like, I'm going to stop drinking and stop doing blow. Like, and I think it's really difficult to like, to like be around for a while. Like, cause I wouldn't even go like to the bar with you guys at lunch. Right. Yeah. I would just like go do my own thing. And then I kind of like, you know, I'd go out and have a few beers here and there, but then like, you know, there's like no off switch. And so I think that's the biggest thing with, so with, you know, it's an unfortunate thing for so many people. Yeah. One, one, one toe back in the pool and you're jumping in. That was like when I went out with you after school that day and like, it was like, you know, there's no off switch. Right. Like me, me and you probably would have sat there till if I didn't have to go home to go. Oh, we would have been there till close, dude. Yeah, no we would have been there fucking staggering out of the place. But like, at best, that's that's you know that you got that you got the same thing, man. There's just no, there's no off. It's on yeah. all the time. Once there's one, there's twenty. So, and I think that's that's the toughest thing to like realize is like I can't. I have like. You can have self control, but with that, there is no self control. Yeah, you know what I mean. Because, it, because it, you know, it's people view these things in such different ways, and I think it, you know, it's it's a big societal thing anyway. Just how you view somebody, and then you hear that about them, you know. Yeah. But that was kind of like a big reason I wanted to come on, mm-hmm. because, like, I've really appreciated the work that you two have been doing. Um, oh, yeah. because thank you, thank you man you're most welcome because i'm sure i'll be thanking you for it again someday down the road <laughs> uh because you know it, you're so many people you know say you know we're connecting the mental health with the music or it could be with you know any other art form film tv uh you know physical art um but the main reason i want to come on is just because as nervous as i was and i was you know even like nervous just even just talking to you guys before we were live because it's just you know when you when especially in like a time like this when you've been away mm-hmm. you know especially for people that have been like more locked down than than others and that's not even me judging anyone it's just you know the flow of how yeah. things are yeah yeah man you don't really uh you don't like occasionally hear like you know breaking breaking you know you know the little newsboy in the corner <laughs> with the uh the sunday times so the, my whole reason to come on was to kind of just be like you know like this top five is five songs that recently haven't really helped me out. And yeah. the reason I'm using five that are like recent and I'm not saying like, Oh, like, you know, I listened to this song, you know, while I was hung over the day after the last day I drank and it just spoke to me. Like I, like I don't, I didn't have that moment personally. Mm-hmm. And, I, right, right, that, right. and that isn't me uh, mocking anyone who does. Cause if that's your moment of clarity, that's fucking great too. As yeah, long yeah, as whatever. You um, whatever it is, whatever it is, it is, man. Like, yeah. But uh, it goes, I, I think it's, uh, it goes part of what Steve said earlier with that everyday battle. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, the current uh, ammunition, I guess you could say, 
or tools in the toolbox, you could say, is these songs along with some others. And then maybe in two or three weeks, it might be some other songs. One or two of those might stick a little while, or it could be a brand new five. But that's the great thing about it. There's such an incredible variety of even the same type of music. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, I think we've all kind of seen it with the top fives here and just with, you know, the show in general. You know, there's just such a great variation of this one thing that we all like Mm -hmm. um, and that we can use. And, you know, some of us might like movement. Some of us might like Belmont. Some of us might only stick to that side of the fence. But at the end of the day, when we're, if we're at a show and both those sets of fans are there, it's the when it comes that time feeling. that they if they address the crowd or if somebody's there for to see the band because they've helped them out, that's the unity that you see. That's what that's the unity that you see any time that you go to any of these shows. Exactly. I think because I think, it's because of the intimate setting and because like all of us going kind of have this this love and this passion for it. And yeah, well, I was almost gonna say like an unwritten an unwritten bond. Like we've all been yes, through, like in our own way. However severe it may be, we've all been through shit. It's touched us in the circle. And it's, it's like this has all been like just such a huge tool for yeah. us to get to where we need to be, even if it is just that level of comfort and maybe you're not breaking out of it yet, you know? So, yeah. I, I think Dave Grohl said it best, man. When he's they asked him about playing I've said it a few times on here. They asked him about playing stadium shows. He said the best thing about playing stadium shows is singing your songs and 80,000 people singing them back for 80,000 different reasons. Yeah, like exactly. Every, everyone in there, like Steve sings quicksand back for a certain reason. I sing it back for a certain reason. You sing it back for a certain reason. Mm-hmm. Like that song has affected the three of us. That, we're just three. So imagine yeah, exactly. 2,000 people, 3,000 people, however many people are in there at that time, like, all those people and then including the band that that song's all affected in a different way in some certain way that it's all touched people you know right so no, i think that, yeah and that's like that's the power of music man yeah hell yeah, yeah that's the power of it yep. you know we're all going through that but it's because of their ability to manifest it into something that we can all find relatable and yeah we can all and you know yep. uh it's fucking race together. It's fucking red. It's fucking fun when you're at it a is, concert dude. and you feel all alone till you get to the concert and all of a sudden you you yeah. fucking are in a mosh pit and you're looking, you know, you're fucking sad. I'm fucking sad. Fuck yeah, let's fucking do this and just let's fucking hug, start boys. singing the lyrics to the yep. same song with people you'll never talk to again. Never talk to again. Never yeah, talk to for the again. same reason, but also a completely different reason. Hell yeah, dude. It's like, that's that to me. I shit. love that is the best shit the best shit yeah hell yeah dude i love that with even like bef- like before shows start like i remember uh i went to the wonder years halloween show i think yeah, that was nice, 20 nice. i can't remember if that was 2018 or 2019 but that was royale it was right across from the moxie Nick. yeah 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 and uh i remember going in there and i like had no like i i remember they said they were gonna be limp biscuit for like the first part of their set list oh yeah, yeah and yeah, uh yeah. they were gonna come that. out but right before they came out i think like I forget what it was. I think if it was like Phil Collins or something came on randomly from the DJ and everyone just started singing. Dude, that's like <laughs> when I think you... it might have been the. I can't remember what fucking song it was. It might have been the Tarzan song, but it was like a really popular one that like everybody knew. It yeah, been, it could have been calling in the air tonight too, for all I know. But that's, that, that's it was like, like everyone was like super into that, and everyone was just yeah. I'm like, I'm like 
okay, here we go. Like, this is fantastic. We're all, like, doing this thing. And then the second they came out, Chaos. Soupy was like, came out as like Fred Durst. It was just like, everybody break this motherfucker down. That's sick. And we we're all yeah, just like dude. soldiers in war all of a sudden trying to break the floor to Royale. Like, it was just like, but it was like that moment of unity. We, we all, it was like, it was like a school of fish like turning to fight a predator. Yeah. Oh, yeah dude. That's like, and I live for that shit. Like, I just love when like, even like just any old song comes on before the show and everyone just starts singing. Yeah. It's like when Green Day does it with uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Oh, dude. That's yeah. incredible, man. Like, like, dude, like, Nick, imagine if we went to a, a Sleeping with Siren show and, like, Black Parade or something came on. Oh, dude, Jesus. that's what it is, man. That's, People that's would it. be like, I need to bring tissues at yeah, an alarming dude. race into this venue. Well, let's get, let's get Steve's numero uno. Yeah, let's get this. Yeah, I want to hear this. Um, yes. Um, man, it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No. Dude, oh, dude easy with the hype. <laughs> Whoa, All right, making me uncomfortable with how excited my, you're getting. My number one is from a band that I don't know how to explain that. I'll do it while I go. My number one is going to be by a band called Trophy Eyes. Okay. Um, yeah. The song is In Return. Oof. It was off their album End, Move On. Mm-hmm. And so a little background on this band and how I found them. I was living... <laughs> Batch, this is funny. You'll know. I was yeah. living at a random old lady's house named Brenda, who was the yes. sweetest lady in the world. <laughs> Brenda's house. Hey, sweetie. Oh, honey. Hey, honey. Um, like I just remember ripping butts in her kitchen. Yeah, I um, I was living at this, so I didn't have a place to live, and my mother found one of her, you know, bar friends, um, named Brenda. She's probably like eighty years old. I don't fucking know. Anyways. He said that me and my cousin could stay there. So we, me and him slept in the same room for about like five months. We lived there and, uh, it was, it was pretty rough, dude. It was a pretty rough time. Uh, the, uh sounds it, but <laughs> it was pretty rough. Um, we were having the time of our lives there though. At the same it was time. great. No. Yeah. It was like one of those, like, yeah, it was like, yeah, you having the time of your lives, but you were also like when you were alone and no one was there, you were realizing what you were doing and what was going on in the situation. So, um, anyways, so back to how I figured out this song. Um, so I was sitting at the kitchen table doing exactly what I just said, very depressed, not happy. And I was listening to music and I don't know how this song came on, but it, it came on and it completely changed like the moment I was in and I started crying and I started drawing and I started writing down the lyrics. Uh, and it just really made me feel not alone. Uh, and just like, like, again, I use this a lot, but like, just like a blanket over me, just making me feel like I was okay and everything was going to be okay. And that's what these lyrics did for me. And this, this also brought a lot of, uh, memories, I should say, cause this song was, I took it as a song that just reminded me of my house and just put me in a situation that just made me feel like, you know, what I'm going through with my family is, is hurting me and to realize that, but to also realize like, again, you're not alone. If this guy's writing about it, then you know, you're not alone and that's okay. Um, so 
some of the lyrics I kind of want to talk about. I mean, I really want to talk about this whole fuck, the whole fucking, every lyric in this song is just so good. Talk about every fucking lyric, man. Yeah, you sound it, so dude. stoked on it. Let's go. Let's it's go. just, it's just really involved, good. Man. So it, these guys are, are like pop punk, but they got more of like the punk hardcore in them. Um, at not their new stuff. No, I know. AKA they're not their new stuff. Okay. <laughs> they, they're like, they're like, they were like trash boat when they first started, and now they're kind of like a Boston Mana type. Yeah, they definitely switched up, uh, which yeah. good for them. Uh, but they're older. Like he doesn't have his like. Okay, he does scream a little bit, still. But yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't have that like, that fucking like youth trash boat vibe. Trash boat vibe. Even the Belmonts, like just that like that raspy rawness in so in his old albums like the one i'm talking about right now this one's really got that so mm-hmm. um which again brings me to why i liked it so much because you can feel the actual energy uh so he starts the song out with the two-story house where we started again with the flaky white paint on the garage door trying to skate in the driveway on a hand-me-down skateboard so i'm gonna break that down because i lived in a house with my family and mm-hmm. I skateboarded outside every fucking day. So uh, right away, my brain goes to visualizing me as a young lad just skating every fucking day and having a great-ass time in this house that we lived in. And then it follows up with, um, I left my skin on the asphalt, the closest to pain that I'd felt. Too young to know what lonely was. And I'm going to stop there because if you break that down, that's pretty crazy to think. The only pain as a young child that you really felt was just getting hurt. So mm-hmm. he says, I left my skin on the asphalt. Closest pain that I felt. Too young to know what lonely was. Because you were, you know, you're at that age. You don't know what being lonely is like. I mean, obviously, like, mom left. I don't know where I'm at. That's different than what I think lonely is. And so I like how he wrote that in there. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to keep going, boys. Go ahead, dude. Roll um, on, brother. Roll on. So he follows it up with two, the closest to pain that I felt. Too young to know what lonely was. Just you and three kids in an empty fucking house. Oof. So now you start to... Now that the tone of the... The picture of the uh, song is changing. And this yeah, is where flip. it started to kick. This is where I was like, whoa. Like, I just visualized myself skateboarding, connecting with the song. Uh, and now he's using a, you know, an analogy of like hurting yourself and what actually you know, being alone is and injuries feel like, whether they're mentally or physically. And now he's talking. Now he's getting into the gritty, which is you know, an empty house with three fucking kids. So this next line is, so now, now I'm envisioning me, my mom, and my sister, and my grandma. Just fucking, mm-hmm. that, that was it. And it, it switches to, uh, I never noticed. I never saw the pain. When 14 years meant shit that day, it never mattered so much to me. It never changed a thing. Uh, the test came in. You were sick, but it's not like I didn't care. I just couldn't hear it. So that's a big one. The yeah, test dude. came in. You were sick. It's not like I didn't care. I just couldn't hear it. So you can now picture that exactly what it sounds like. You know, like being told some bad news you know whether it's cancer or someone died or something is going on sometimes and even for ourselves sometimes i feel for me you you just yeah i heard it but i didn't hear it yeah like like i'm listening but i didn't hear it like because it's so heartbreaking or heart-wrenching and you know like when you do get that call of like when i got the call about my grandmother dying it was like oh no no i didn't you know you know your body takes time to process it is what i'm saying yeah yeah you go to shock exactly so the next so keep that in mind uh 
The test came in. You were sick, but it's not like I didn't care. I just couldn't hear it. A wheelchair could never take my mom if I just ignored it. Wow. And so it just fuck, it just dude. keeps going. Um, and then he says, you said we'd never have it differently from the kids that were given everything. So instead, I'd throw it in your face, the thought of letting someone in. Mom, now that I've been in love myself, I can't imagine how it felt to be told that you could never love another man. So I'm now envisioning, I'm breaking this song down into my own words, uh, which is just like, you know, my, my father left and uh, yeah, I'm in an empty house. I used to be a loving, fun, caring kid who didn't give a fuck, just skateboarded and listened to music. And now I'm actually being an adult. I'm getting older. I'm 14, 15, 16, whatever it is. And even if I'm younger, older in my 20s, whatever, like I'm realizing now you know, as I've gone through love, as I've gone through hate, injuries, pain, loneliness, I'm now realizing what I'm feeling a little bit of what actually is going on in my family and just in general in life. So, uh, I'll continue with this cause I know I'm rambling on. No, dude, dude do um, thing, man. Yeah. This is like, this is good stuff, man. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, so yeah, so he says that this part hit me pretty hard. Um, so he goes, Mom, that I, I've already said this. Mom, now that I've been in love myself, I can't imagine how it felt to be told that you can never love another man. Not like you had it easy. Not like you came out even. But the way he says that, he's yeah, like man. screaming at the top of his, of his lungs. Just like, oh my fucking God. It's, and then he follows up. It's not like I could ask for any more than you'd already given. And it makes me sick. The bad luck had nothing to do with it. Just the heartless human beings that you called your family. It's not like you had it twist now another twitch to the notch so i related to this with my mother just like the way she grew up obviously wasn't easy you know with my taking care of my grandma and the shit that our like her family went through you know you know she lost a brother she lost a sister she lost another brother um you know she's taking care of her, mo her mother and like and her husband left and she has two kids so there's two kids and uh you know so there's all these things going on and i was like jesus christ and like just you know you just realizing she never had it easy so i'm sitting yeah. at brenda's sinking all this in and it's just like one of these songs and i was like these guys are hitting me and like like we talk about a lot of these lyrics are um about ourselves this song isn't this song is more of a it's a realization about what someone else is going through and yes. so I just was thinking about my mother the whole time. I wasn't even going, woe is me. This is what I went through because my dad, because my mom, because this. I was going, holy fuck, I feel so bad for my mother. I, you know, I wish there was more I could do. It's um, almost like your perspective changed each verse. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. No. Um, so, and then this keeps going. He says, apologize, you'll never get those years back. But you smiled through all of it apologize you'll never get those years back but you smiled through all of it and that's like exactly what my mother did she yeah, just kept dude. fucking no matter what she always put a smile on and always made us like have food on our plate i was very privileged i always had food on my table no matter what i i love my mother for that and i think all sappy yes. mom but she is like my rock uh and so this like this is just crazy and then another lyric i can't imagine how it felt to be told that you could never love another man and then it just keeps keeps going and there's only a few more lines, but yeah, so this song really hit home for me.
in every single way that I just told you, just to sum it up, young kid, yeah, dude. not knowing what's going on, just enjoying life, realization, getting older as a teenager, understanding what love is, getting older, being in a relationship, and then understanding that like she had to fake it for us just to make it so that we could, you know, be happy and like not see what was really going on. So it really dug home and I was listening to the set again, Brenda's house, and it was a tough time and it just was like, oh shit. So that's why I like this song. Hell yeah. Dude. After that 20 minute breakdown. <laughs> Fuck it, man. That's, that's, that's a slower, dude. That's, I think that's fantastic, dude. Yeah. Honestly. Thanks. Yeah. And I like, I dude, like the point you made about, um, looking at somebody else's struggles, you know, and especially for you, like the way you described it with your mom, like, you, you, like that innocence of being a kid and being mm. e- even if things are around you you might not see how like uh how bad they might be how crazy they might be because that person is shielding you from the real world exactly in a way. Right. Um, exactly. Right, not right. not not because you're weak or anything because you're not ready yeah and and, and trying to protect that, you yeah you're a kid you shouldn't have to no, deal yeah, with that's, that the whole idea is to take that you know like we all try to do for our, you know, friends and people we care about, mm-hmm. you know, we try to, sometimes if we have to, we have to be those barriers. We have yeah, to be yeah. that, that, uh, you know, that small white lie. Not, yeah. And not even like, just like so much like a shoulder to cry on, but like, you know, that, the sh- that shoulder to kind of tuck your face behind for a second, mm-hmm. you know? And, uh, yeah, I thought that was beautifully worded. Steve. Honestly, that was really nice. Thank you. Oh, yeah, dude. That, that was, was awesome. awesome. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. I was like, I was about to break down a couple lyrics and I was like, this is not possible. This is not yeah. possible. It's not going to happen. Yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah, we've. I think we had our one crying episode for the year. Oh, yeah. Good. Yeah, yeah. No, we're, <laughs> we're totally good. Yeah. We're totally. And that, like, and I liked reading that because it didn't make me cry. It just made, it, it felt, no, you know, but, it feels good. But I know what you're saying, though. When I it comes know. to, like. Yeah. Dude, you're, you're, dude, yeah, <laughs> like, I won't speak for you, but like when you were like reading some of those lines, I was like, dude, like I'm about to like have a moment here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like straight up, dude. Like because like, that that's, a lot. that's such like, and I it think does, it was yeah. more so because you were, you know, willing to just share and make it so personable for everybody. Yeah, man. If there's one thing, I appreciate that. Um, if there's one thing that I've learned from this podcast is that opening Don't up. Eat cookies. Don't well, don't eat cookies because you'll get yelled at by Mr. Batch. But opening up is like, <laughs> it's just beautiful. It's okay, yeah. it's just okay, you know. And that's I don't know. And I think I've it's definitely amazing. learned that. I mean, I, I mean, I don't know, Clocky, if you knew that, but like, Steve, when I was talking one time, you were like, "That's the most I've ever heard you like talk about any of that." Yeah, and I feel <laughs> like that happens a lot. Like everyone says that to me. They're like, "Where did this come from?" Like. Yeah. Well, that's, I, I think that's you know that's such a big part of what you guys are doing. Yeah, like, and that's letting, the whole... people, letting people open up and opening up yourselves, which is like you know obviously like I think we've seen almost more of that as the show goes on. Really, like yeah. I listened to that first episode like a couple of times because I was you know um, so enamored with it, obviously. But like it was rad to like get like the story, and then like mm-hmm. over time now we've gotten like you know obviously at your own discretion but like it's awesome to like see like some of the chapters of like your respective books getting yeah. you know those pages turned yeah. to and kind of read out and yeah. you know relating them to a song is uh is like rad and that's like a, like to me as like a listener that was like definitely like something that like made it rad too because like it's it's one thing when you make it like 
personal and it's just like in like one episode that you're talking about something Mm -hmm. but it's another one like you've had like this like kind of relationship is built where like okay this is like everything that i have out there and this is what i can relate to it and now i'm willing to take that like further step of openness because it sucks because like even like coming on here like it's the same thing like i'm sure you guys might have had that apprehension too when you started like having your voice out there and like you know it's just it's you know because you because you can't necessarily like you know not that you would take the words back or anything, but some people get so nervous about being open. Like, is the wrong person going to hear this? Well, mm. the only wrong person that's going to hear it is someone that's going to react to it negatively. And guess what? That person probably shouldn't be in your life anyway. Kind of like you were saying to me before, Nick, like it's like that thing that you find, you know, like mm-hmm. with me, like now not drinking, like when things go back to normal, there's going to be people that are not going to understand necessarily. Um, right. And you know, that it, it, it would be nice if they did, but it's not, it's not their business to. And if they don't like, I'm not going to, like try to change their mind right no people that are people that are people that you know like are willing to listen or like some people that just you know they just like doesn't affect them what other people do like most people usually aren't that like the greatest anyways but you know i mean me and steve have have called people out on here not by name but like people in our circle know exactly who the fuck we're talking about yeah and that's it's such a big like i i've definitely like noticed it with some people like like i'm not even talking for this period that i've had here like this you know this 120 days or whatever mm-hmm. like since the lockdown even you know like when you really think about yeah. like people you haven't like heard from at all and you're just like wow like i hung out with like that person like every day once a week yeah. yep. you know or something like that and like you're like okay well like now obviously you have to take that with a grain of salt because we all have like like i've even said you know personally and like I'm sure you guys have too. Like this was such a rough year for everyone for such a variety of reasons. And oh, then yeah. being cooped up like didn't help. But like, you know, at the same time, like even if I may not address like what the shit's going that's going on with you directly, it's not like I'm not gonna like come to you and be like, I don't understand why you're doing this. Hmm. Or like get yeah, why you're like trying to understand like, it, you know. If anyone came to me and was like, Oh, what do you mean? Like you just got like too drunk like a couple of times, like like no. Like that's not you're clearly like you're yeah. taking like your perspective of what you've seen of me and you're using it to like try to like understand like my like entire like mental state and like what right. my dependence was on it. Like it's like it's like if you go to like this is a weird comparison, I guess, but like say like you go to like the zoo, right? And you see yeah. like an animal doing one thing and you you're like, Okay, well it must like some people would be like, Oh, that must be what it does all day. Yeah, 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 and they'll yeah. never know, and they'll never tr- like. Try those people to like never try to. Yeah, they never try to know. So it's like, well, they then just why Google I, it like... and think that they know what the fuck's going on. And exactly, you know, and I mean, they... we've talked about it a few times, like on here, where there's people that will because, and you know, like some people say, like, oh, there's like mental health, like health, like, like this is like mental health gatekeeping, dude. Nothing's gatekeeping. Someone's telling you that something is that is making yourself feel better physically or mentally that is mm-hmm. at no detriment to anyone else. If they're telling you that it's a bad thing, that's because they just don't like you doing it. Yeah. So, you know, I, I just look at that and I say, okay, well, that's, you know, good luck to you. Very true. Yeah. You know, just, it's, you want to wish I mean, people, you want to wish everybody success. Yeah. You know? I mean, there, I and it's not a hard thing to do. So, no, there, there's no such thing as mental health gatekeeping. But there is such a thing, like we talked about it before we started recording when we were on, like there are people who try and use it to 
be hip and be trendy and be cool. Oh, and for sure. Like when uh when uh like me and Steve talked about it, I think it was the I don't know, at least three times we've mentioned it, like when when Robin Williams killed himself, like all of a sudden or Kate Spade uh was it Kate Spade? No, who am I thinking of? Um Yeah, Kate Spade, the the uh designer lady. Oh, okay. Yeah. When yeah, she yeah. Now, now, now I know like, what you're talking about. Yeah. Like they all, everyone was all like, oh, that's so sad. But they're the same people that when Chester Bennington killed himself and Chris Cornell killed himself that were like, stupid junkie. Yep. Or Paul like, Gray and Slipknot, same thing. Yeah. It's like, so now all of a sudden because Robin Williams does it, it's it's terrible and it's sad. No, it's terrible and it's sad every time it happens. Always. Yeah. It's no not a, it's not it a, like for lack of a better phrase, it's not a dick measuring contest. Like I'm not going to sit here and talk about like buy stuff with alcohol and try to like make it sound like it's more of a thing than Steve, like you talking about like, you know, with your family stuff like that. That's not the point. The point is to find like similarities and you know, even if you can't find commiseration. Yeah. That's the only way that well you can said. like find like unity and strength is if you like just are all like, okay, like we ha- all have this like one thing and it's going to help us if we can all, relay that together so you know it's like i've said it to steve a few times when he's gone through shit with his dad i'm like dude i don't know what you're going through i can't tell you i know what you're going through but i'm here like yeah i'll just listen to you that's that's the whole thing happens sometimes you just need people to be sad with that's yeah Yeah, dude dude. yeah yeah like there was always that like there was like that uh was that simpsons meme where uh i think millhouse was like taking bart somewhere he's like this is where i come to cry cool and it's like, <laughs> like people use that as like, yeah. and it's like it's yeah, obviously like it's some context, like it's funny, it's a meme. I'm not gonna like act like I'm like some holier than that shit with memes, but like some people like it does because it is a meme. It gets taken out of context, and like people just say it like, oh, you know, because like because the world is on fire. Like I'm just gonna say this. Like whereas like for like a lot of people, they might like resonate like personally with that, mm-hmm. and it's not to you know like that's not to say the person that made it made it with bad intentions they might have that relatable intention too but it's i, just I would like, make something like that because that's my coping mechanism is like joking about it like everyone like almost everyone else with depression does that mm-hmm. yeah like makes jokes we unfortunately have like the best humor most of the time oh, yeah. yeah so it's like it's dark know, humor. which really sucks because i was really hoping to get into plus size modeling and it didn't work out and now i have to <laughs> try to be funny on podcasts with my friends <laughs> holy shit oh man <laughs> <laughs> See well, that's the, that's the, that's the kind of shit you would hear with, and somebody's like, "Okay, yeah, you're not really in the ring." <laughs> um, let me get into my number one here. Yes, sir. Um, so I texted you guys what my number one was, yes, but I switched it up. You fucking piece of shit! It's the same band. Um, it is my Keep favorite. Keeping us on song. our toes. It's my favorite song by this band. Um, it is the story so far. Um, Empty Space, which is where the name from this podcast came from. Cue the music. Yeah. This song... Um, just hits like so different um i don't know just the lyrics everything about this song um 
is just perfect. It's a 10 out of 10. I love this song so fucking much. Um, you know, I don't really know why, but like, I think it's like the same thing like me and Steve talked about when we named the podcast this podcast. It's like empty space can be whatever you want it to be, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's like you can interpret the lyrics however you want. Like, I just love them. Um, All that I know is your space is empty. It's buried below the stress and the envy. All the places I go, it still hasn't left me. I hated it then and now it consumes me. Like. I dwell on it nightly, tread swiftly and lightly, make up the lost ground and see what you Steven, you also head bobbing to the chorus because I just... (laughs) Yeah, yeah. No, I'm going crazy right now. You're lucky I'm not singing it. (laughs) All all questions aside, I asked and you lied, and now my hands are tied. Like I love that ending. Now my hands are tied. (laughs) Yeah. uh, I'm just going to read, like, dude, I I, can't, like, really tell you a certain... I think that's like in like top five stories so far songs for me right now. Yeah, man. Like, be, man. It's just like you can just like, like obviously that it, whole album is like a giant slap, but like yeah, dude. Like you can just put it wherever you want. Like in this your is like life. the Colonel Slappington of the Slap Brigade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Directing traffic. Um, I just all all I can show is absence from your life that I can't control. It's all that I get right. Keep paying the toll. I know that it seems like I'm always upset. I know it seems like I'm always upset. I just, I, I just love the way that I know it seems like I'm always upset. It's, it's just the absolute fucking best. Oh, man, that song, that yes. song is, yeah, like you said, <laughs> ten out of ten on all fronts. Yeah, yeah, man. I just, I just absolutely fucking love. It. Like, I, I would read the whole fucking thing, but I'm not gonna. Um, it's just. It's, he really, he really did switch up that number one to get the cute title card roll, though. <laughs> I did, I did, dude. Oh yeah. If that's the great. so far is listening, if we could please use that song as the intro and outro, that'd be great. That would be amazing. Um, did you guys have anything on this song that you wanted to add? Well, no, yeah, top it. five, top five stories so far. <laughs> yeah. Song for me for sure, because I mean, I think that's kind of the that album is their kind of Empire Strikes Back, universally liked. No one really yeah. finds flaws in it. Um, I know. Yeah, that song. I remember that was like one of the first songs I heard off that album. I used to listen to that song. Like, yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. That I was just, in my morning playlist like all the time. I, I just love. Long time now. I'm gonna have to go back to it. I'm gonna have to go back to that whole album because the only song that's on <laughs> my uh, playlist now from that is the glass. Yeah, it's just like so. It's so cool how, like, you know, like you can just like take that song and, and any lyric and like use it however you'd like like if you say like i'm sure he wrote it like thinking about like an ex-girlfriend like but you could you could you could talk about depression you, you could put depression in there anxiety in there ocd in there anything you really want you that's the that's why i like that we used it for the name of the podcast mm-hmm. because that's the whole point like the podcast can be like you can interpret empty space as what? It's fucking like empty. Empty, <laughs> empty space in your head. Empty space. Yeah. In your heart. Like where? It's like the room the... requirement. Make anything could be in there. Yeah. So like that's what I thought. That, that I think that's why this is like one of my. It's probably like my favorite, if not one of my favorite stories so far. Songs is because it's not just about like daughters is about 
his ex specifics. Yeah. Like you're a hundred percent. That's about an ex-girlfriend nerve is about an ex-girlfriend or, you know, this can be whatever you want it to be, you know, just the way that, and now it can, uh, I hated it then. And now it consumes me. Like you could talk about anything with that. Yeah. There's like a nice, like adaptability. It's like, it's, it's like, it's simple and broad, but it's not like vague. Yes. No. no yeah. It's, exactly. it's, 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 it's like an, almost like it's inclusive. Mm. It's know? just, it's just put typical. whatever you want in this space and rock with it. Yeah. It's just, it's just Parker Cannon being Parker Cannon. Um, probably the best pop punk songwriter I think I've ever come across. And that's being a Green Day fan, being a Blink fan. Like I, his lyrics are the best I've ever heard, hands down. Some um, of the ball, well, yeah. Some of the best, I'd say, lyrics from like this, like whole like new last decade of revival of this genre. Yeah, you probably yeah. if there was like a top ten of like lyrics, like he's probably he's gonna be in there like yeah, two or three times. Be. Yeah. Oh yeah. Two or like, three times is a lot when you consider like how much fucking music has come out yeah. in the last ten years. I know, like in there, he's right there. Like just everything, just the way he says stuff and how he uses different analogies and colors and visualization and stuff. It's just he's incredible. Yeah, he's the best. He's my guy. I love him. He's my guy. Back <laughs> off, bitch. Listen, fucker. Listen. I'll bring out my Patricia. It'll be oh, like no. this. What's up? I'm Bert, Trisha. I'm Bert, Trisha. <laughs> Y'all want to bring out that Patricia? <laughs> Jesus. And I'm usually I'm usually the one that does like voices in my circle of friends. And now I feel like I don't even know which one to turn to. <laughs> oh, man. Fuck, dude. Well, that was my, uh, that was our top five bangers, boys. Ooh, yeah, baby. Top 15. Yeah, top That's, 15. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Top 15. Top 15 Deal bangers. Oh, boys, do we have anything else to talk about? Or, um, I thought I did. But I, don't, uh, I was onto something, but then I fell off of it. There was something new that came out that I wanted to talk about, but I can't remember. I don't know, man. I, I thought I had something that I wanted to. Oh, new band alert. New band alert. Um, American Thrills. Oh, yeah. Woof. Clarky, have you checked these guys out? No. That's a hell of a name, though. American oh, Thrills. Dude, they have a song that uh, just came out last week, uh, Discount Casket. Woof, a, boys. That is like, a... It's real send of a name. <laughs> yeah, dude. They're but fucking... You're really not pulling any punches there. Nope. No, they're fucking awesome. Discount Casket. Holy shit. That's yeah. Just... <laughs> the next song, Run Away. Yeah. <laughs> dude, they're uh, they're legit. They're really fucking good. Um, I have to check them out. American yeah. Thrills. What a unique yep. name. Yeah, they're great. Very unique voice again. Like, we seem to be finding... Sounds like a things. water park. Look yeah. at American Thrills. <laughs> Listen to this banging chorus real quick. Everybody in the mosh pit now. Quickly, quickly. Yeah, they're, they're definitely. I don't know why I went 1930s announcer with that. But <laughs> I guess I just. on the Tower of Terror. <laughs> yeah, but uh, they're definitely sick. Um, okay. I'm a big fan already. Um, Which is good. Yeah, check out the Instagram probably in the next day or two for um, 
we're gonna have some pretty sweet merch coming out um, yes, sir. so that's got me excited yeah yes, hell yeah. Sir. yes sir. Uh, uh it's pretty dope looking um basically the way it's gonna work is i think we talked about um you're gonna have to dm us um what you want your, yeah your what size, size? Um, and then we'll tell you like how much it's gonna cost everything like that it's probably gonna take we're gonna know. have a waiting list basically yeah uh, so it's you know we're gonna cap it at a certain amount um and then we're gonna fucking order it and it'll probably take like about a month month and a half to get it and then we'll get in contact with your ship or wherever we gotta but yeah, it's fucking exciting, boys. That's sick. You guys are yeah. merch. Goddamn. Hell yeah. Flying. yeah. The boys are flying. Yeah. We're fucking flying. Clarky, I'm sure you saw the wrist. We still got wristbands. Uh, We got stickers. Stickers. I got a whole we stack got, behind me. Yeah, we got to send some to you, Clarky. Have you seen them? Uh, I have seen them, and I need as many as possible. All right, we'll send Word. you a few. We'll send you a couple uh, of each color of the wristband. Um, Fuck yeah. And a bunch of stickers and shit. Care and package list. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, dude. Guys, um, get your asses on the pod. <laughs> they do goodie bags now. <laughs> they give you goodie bags. <laughs> have many gifts for you. But yeah, so that's exciting stuff. We're uh, we're really trying to get the get the brand out there and get the word out, and I think it's gonna be fucking sick. Fuck yeah. Sounds so, right as hell. Yeah, Steve. One of us will post the. Um, the pictures in the next probably day or two. Yeah, that's that's because we're busy. We have lives outside of. Yeah, I got this. I got dinner waiting for me. That's cold. Because I wait. Eat it up in the I microwave. Wait. You don't have to wait. No one makes you wait. You made me wait. I got I yelled didn't. at for eating a damn cookie, son. He's you... got a valid point, Nick. <laughs> you had <laughs> all day. You had he all day. We started this at seven. You had all day. Dude, yeah, it's been three hours. I'm you a did this boy. to yourself. You did this. I didn't do it. You did this. Fuck off. I, I blame you. Clocky, you want to replace Steve on the podcast? You can be Please, the gladly. I'll start my own. Filled Space Podcast. Who's this? Filled Space. Steven. Yes. Yes. Check your phone. Check your uh check the Instagram bud. I got nothing. I'm gonna uh I'm gonna tell you one thing though. I'm gonna message um I'm gonna wait for them to get back from Jersey. But okay. I'm going to uh, hit up Tori and be like, yo, my boy has a really great podcast I think you should go on. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, I don't Fuck think yeah. he's made a podcast appearance like since like 2018, 2019 maybe. So like well, with dude. Like, the dog hotel shit, he's going to have a ton of stuff to talk about. Like obviously like you guys will both be new to like the Bloom stuff. Like, Yeah. Um, and like, like obviously in, he was like, in transit. He was dude. in fucking transit. So like you could talk to him about all kinds of shit. Sick. But, uh, like, dude, oh, Steve, that's... real quick story about how I met Tori. Because right, uh, I didn't tell it on the pod. Um. Well, we're recording, to, so. <laughs> you can throw it in if you want. Um, we'll see. It was uh, summer 2019. They were doing the Blink Little Wayne tour. Oh yeah, at, and they, you know, because they framed it like that at first, and everyone said, "Ew!" They made it the end of the state 20th anniversary tour, of course, featuring Little Wayne. Which again, <laughs> I don't think and neck up. deep. Ew. Yeah. Ew. Uh, <laughs> and anyway, so we went down, and it was at uh, it was in Mansfield at the uh, Comcast Center, or the Tweeter Center, whatever they call it now. And we parked the car and we set up like our tailgate stuff and this like van like pulls in next to us. And it's like one of those like 
it must be like a like grandparent or distant relative that they had to get a ride from the show from. <laughs> yeah. Like was like the side steps that was like no, <laughs> like it was very like oh they must be like lost or something. And then like they pulled up next to us and I was like what the, and then like this like whole gang of people just gets out of the car, and starts setting shit up. And then like we're like okay cool like that's just what they rolled in. We start doing our thing. Some of them come over and they're like oh we want to play uh, can we play washers with you guys? And we're like yeah sure no problem. So like. Dude comes up and he's like, oh, what's up, man? I'm Tori. And I'm like, oh, I'm Sean. Like, not even thinking. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was just, like, totally just spaced out because I, yeah. you know, I was psyched for the Blink show. So, like, I had, like, my speaker out and, like, you know, I was throwing all kinds of different stuff on, like, Blink, Plus 44, AVA. And then, like, I started going into, like, you know, knuckle puck and stuff. And all of a sudden, like, Tori just, like, said something about, like, how, like, chill they were on tour. And I was just like, excuse me? <laughs> and he's like... <laughs> Yeah, I was in uh, transit, and I was just like, and then like I realized what the fuck was I going on because like obviously they hadn't been around for a bit. Yeah, yeah. Like, but like I loved them because they were from Mass, and they and the music was kick ass, obviously. And like all of a sudden, like my head exploded, dude. That's so I was fucking just sick. Like, and like my like two friends that came with me, like they were only there for like Blink, like they like know nothing of like the scene or whatever. Yeah, so yeah. They were just kind of like. Why is, is Clarky so excited? And I was like, dude, you okay? get it. He's fucking <laughs> trans, yo. And, just, and then like I ended up talking to him through like the whole night and oh, got no invited shit. to it. Got invited to like their next show like a couple weeks later. Damn. And uh like it was rad, dude. Like it was uh it was, That's fucking sick. He's, dude. He's, Fuck, he's, yeah. he's wicked he's wicked chill. And obviously like a incredibly talented musician too. Yeah. Um and like they do a lot of like Bloom does like a lot of like live shows at like breweries and like smaller venues, stuff like that. They do like PRC, BMH, but they got to open for Four Year Strong's holiday show. What? Uh, last year. Because uh, it was, dude, best show. They opened, which like obviously like nobody like really knew them, but like I was psyched because I was. Yeah. There. Then um, Knuckle Puck, <sighs> The Movie Life, and then oh. Four Year Strong. Damn. And it was crazy. Um, and people like were really receptive to them too at the start, which was rad. Fuck that! Yeah, dude. Like I've been, I've been going to like most of their shows like ever since like I have a shit ton of the, the merch and all kinds of stuff. And uh, dude, that's, like, that's why I'm dope. that's why I'm pumped for this new band because like I've already seen like what like most of these dudes can do. Yeah. So like I know that like based off that one song, they're gonna it's crush gonna be it, crazy. So. Yeah, dude. It's Sick, gonna be some dude. shit, oh, especially shit, with dude. like this, especially when like we all get back to like going to shows again. Like oh like, yeah. Yeah, they're gonna dude. be they're gonna be sweeping up and down the land, so I can't fucking wait. Dude, that's man, dope. Uh, that's cool, man. Yeah. So like, and I'm like wicked, like thankful for it too, because like, I've like gotten to like meet like some people like as a result. Like yeah. uh, last year, uh, when Knuckle Puck came around and they were just doing uh like they were doing like tours in like really small venues. They were oh when you when you Hollywood and Joe. Yeah, dude. <laughs> dude no, because I text, I text, I text. I didn't text. I Instagram messaged like the band account and like the bloom boys and i was just like are any of you going tonight to the show and they're like oh yeah fuck yeah some of us are and i was like cool so then like just like like obviously go run to them whatever like rocking out of the show show ends and like obviously like it's not that hard to like meet bands these days because of how like them selling their own merch or being at the merch tables and how personable they are but like yeah all of a sudden like i'm just like chilling there with tori and all of a sudden he's just like oh yeah this is joe and like i'm like and like i already like met nick at like a show like the like the year before yeah i was like that was rad and like all of a sudden i'm like 
it's fucking Joe. <laughs> like he just came up. He's like, Oh, what's up, man? And I like totally flubbed it. Cause I was like, it was like 11 o'clock. I, it was a Wednesday. I was waiting. Whatever, man. That's still time, sick. And yeah, I got like, I look so sloppy in the selfie. It's so bad. Like he was like, <laughs> so, he was so nice about it. Like to do one. Cause like, it was just like, dude, like, come on. <laughs> but like, I was like, this is so sick. That's so. And then, like, sick. I saw it the next morning, and I was like, "Dude, why do I look like that?" <laughs> <laughs> you got the experience, man. That's fucking oh, yeah, awesome. Dude. But yeah, dude, That's it's dope. like that was sick. But dude, That's like, so yeah, sick. like, I think, I think, if you guys had him on, like, it'd be that'd be like a like obviously every show here is a banger, but like, mm-hmm. uh, like that would be like a cool one, especially because like you guys are doing all these local bands now. So like, yeah, dude, and fuck yeah, fucking North Shore. Fuck yeah, baby. You guys oh, are yeah. gonna have that as a as a South Shore person myself. I have to concede. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. in that regard with bands so, yeah dude, it was it was sick it was like what are the odds though at a blink concert at like a tailgate that is very strange it's just like oh now i'm just oh. like buddies with <laughs> dude, 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 have, he has my number dude like what? So it's so crazy <laughs> all right boys oh shit it's fucking it's yeah. time it's get it's yeah it's late o'clock is what it is yeah, yeah. for yeah. a saturday but dude all right Guys, thank you so much for having me on. Seriously, hell yeah, dude. Really, absolutely. I was really thankful for the opportunity, and I really Fuck appreciate yeah, uh, getting to kind of stand on my soapbox for a couple minutes and talk about some yeah. stuff. Uh, like, yeah, sorry, man. like Whatever. I know I kind of go on and on, so but like I, one thing I'm guilty of uh, a lot sometimes is interrupting. No, no, like if no, I interrupt a lot, no, no, you're good, dude. Nope. Uh, no, no, nope. But yeah, that was like wicked fucking fun. Like, dude, if you guys ever have like a guest fucking bail and you need someone, like, tell me. I'll be like, have my shit set up in like five minutes to do this. I love it. Yeah, well, I, or, for, uh, I, li- I like I said, like, I need to get in, like, developing one myself. But like, getting to like go on ones where like they're like, oh yeah, like we're gonna be talking about some shit. Like that's dope to me because it's not like usual like uh so, structured uh, fucking shit well no it's like tell me about your humble beginnings oh it's yeah. like i'm not gonna be like oh but i was a young boy in a small manor in the english countryside and you know we had our tea and then the war came and the crowds came in with great force and we had to repel them to save the empire long live the queen where is my tea <laughs> well uh but yeah again, well, uh, guys thank you thank you, thank yeah, you thank man you, thank you. no thank and, you man hell yeah and Thanks, Steve, dude. Like, dude like obviously this was like the first time we had a conversation like you're the fucking man. I can see why Nick is friends with you. See hey. Again, dude, like, I too, want, like, dude, like, no cap. Like, when I was saying that shit about, like, how, like, well worded all that was, like, that was me blowing smoke dress. Like, that was, like, I, that was Thank a you. beautiful connection that you made. I thought that was fucking dope. I appreciate you, man. Well, uh, I really do. And Nick, obviously, thank you for getting <laughs> me, uh, yeah, giving me the little text, like, uh, so do you want to come on? Of course I want to fucking come on. <laughs> yeah, man. That's awesome. Maybe, uh, maybe we can make this a monthly thing. Yeah. Okay, dude, man. I'd be down. I'd be down. Absolutely. You can come on and do this with us once a month and shit. That'd be, dude, if, if the opportunity ducks, sure, I'll be open at the door, dude. That sounds rad. I can uh, always fuck, yeah, fuck yeah. I appreciate right, you, man. I appreciate everything you just Hell said, yeah, dude, buddy. man. And um, I know, you know, we, we know each other vaguely, but I love you, man. I'm proud of you. And I keep pre- going, I, dude. I appreciate keep going. it. Happy 120. It. Thanks, dude. All right. Thanks so much. All right. Take care, boys. All right, boys. Talk, talk to you soon. Later. Later.